Welcome, everyone, to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame to his game because he's always the same. That's me. Grumpy, it's been a while. Has it? I feel like it has, hasn't it? Week? Yeah, I guess about a week. I don't know. It feels longer than that. During the summertime when there's no Islanders news, it's like, man, it feels like an eternity sometimes between podcasts. And sometimes that's not long enough. (laughs) Boy. (laughs) Oh, man. Just giving you a hard time, Grump. Um, For those of you who are new to the channel, welcome. This is a twice a week all New York Islanders. Can you sit up straight? Can you sit up straight? Why you got to be all slumped over? Is this better for you, Grumpy? It's like sit up straight. Welcome. This is a twice a week all New York Islanders podcast that takes place. Grumpy, what days and what times does our podcast take place? Fridays and Sunday, uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays. <laughs> yes, Wednesdays and Saturdays. <laughs> At eight thirty. At eight thirty. Oh, stop. Okay. In all seriousness. Podcast takes place every single Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It doesn't, though. It does, Grumpy. Remember when you had the New Year's resolution that you were going to make it 8 o'clock? I guess that's kind of falling off the wagon there, huh, Sunshine? No, we're very close, Grumpy. We're very close. We're getting back to that New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It starts on every single Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're new to the channel, we invite you to stick around a while. We encourage you to stick around a while. We encourage you during this very eventful offseason, I'm sure. It's going to be very eventful for the Islanders. There's going to be a lot to talk about. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and follow on Twitter. That's how you don't miss out on any of the New York Islanders action. Also, if you like this content... The best way to let us know is by leaving a thumbs up. Apparently, that helps the algorithm and gets this fun time out to the masses. Isn't that right, Grumpy? That's what we hear. Hey, Hey. just hit the like button. Just subscribe. Just hit the like button. There it is. Grumpy makes it as easy as possible. Just hit the subscribe button. Just hit the like button, says Grumpy. You don't even have to worry about doing any thought. Just follow Grumpy's every word. Um, Be better (laughs) off. You live your life really happy that way. You be in charge, be in charge of everything in your life. Oh, look at that! Don't listen to slinky spine bastards like DJ who can't sit up straight. <laughs> don't you like this, Grumpy? I'm just leaning back, Grumpy. What's wrong Why with you? Why don't you sit up? Why don't you sit up? I mean, you look slovenly usual, even more so. You're a disgrace. Is this better for you, Grumpy? Anyway, we've got up on screen here our second podcast called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. That is a twice a week all sports podcast. We talk anything and everything sports on that show. We talk NHL. We talk NBA. We talk MLB. We talk world football. For those unaffiliated, that's soccer in the United States. We go ahead and talk NFL. We talk college athletics. We talk anything and everything sports on that show. It's called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It takes place every single Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and and every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's myself, and I'm joined by the Grumpy Old Man, 
and the magnificent Sun X to talk about a little sports action. So if you've never checked that out, make sure to check it out. Hey, we're in the off season. Give things a try. You know, spice up your life a little bit. It's called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It's in the link in the description below, and it's a featured page on our YouTube channel. So if you go to the YouTube channel and say, the Islanders never say die podcast, you see right underneath there. Check out our other podcast. TJ and the Grumpy Old Man is right how underneath. We don't have, how come we don't have a thousand subscribers for this podcast yet? I don't know, Grumpy. We don't. I, no, I just said 863. I don't know, Grumpy, because not because a thousand people have not subscribed to us yet. <laughs> Get your friends to subscribe you. to this show, please. Is that was going to start telling them start making fake accounts and start subscribing to the channel? I didn't say fake accounts. I said get your friends to subscribe to this guy. It's not a fake account. Even if the Ranger fans, Grumpy, we want Ranger fans joining in. How do I care if they subscribe? <laughs> Why should I care about that? Oh man, oh man. Um, today. Uh, Wednesday, we are June fourteenth. Let me ask you a question: Don't you subscribe to this podcast? Yes, I do. You're a Rangers fan, aren't you? That's what everyone's saying. It took you a while to pick up on that, Grumpy. Come on, it took you a little bit of time. I know. It's like you're you're like you're like you're sidetracked a little bit almost. But um, (sighs) we've got you know since our last podcast, the Florida Panthers were defeated. In the Stanley Cup Finals, the Vegas Golden Knights win themselves their first Stanley Cup. Yeah, Yeah! Grumpy loves when I do that one. No, because it's the only button that you know, and I just hate how you look so slovenly today. What, what? Hold on! I'm just fucking leaning back, you motherfucker. I'm just relaxing. Sit up! Please. Sit up! Why can't you sit up in that chair? You're breaking oh it. You're God. killing it. You're killing the back on it. This is a really nice chair. I don't kill the back on it. Doesn't matter how big you are. It's a very comfy chair, Grumpy. Well, you lay. It's not a bed. It's a chair. Oh man, this feels so good, Grumpy. I just might be able to fall asleep during the podcast because that's how comfy laying back in this chair feels. Maybe you should follow suit, Grumpy. Why is Phil going to be on the podcast? Oh no, no Phil today, no Phil today. But Phil, maybe sometime soon. Phil's been saying some absolutely fucking batshit stuff. He's been saying crazy things on social media. Have you been seeing what's going on, Grumpy? You know I've had that not been. You know that. Here's the thing: I don't need anyone else's opinion. I know what the facts are. Why do I need idiotic opinions? Well, Phil, you know he's toting his his typical line of craziness, Grumpy. And you know it, it, it's it's it revolves around Sorokin's not good. Are we the Stanley he, Cup champions? Are we the Stanley Cup champions? Is that what he's saying? He borderline is saying some crazy shit like that. He's saying we didn't even get beat. You know, you can always lament the fact. Oh, well, we got beat by the eventual Stanley Cup champions. We didn't get beat by them. We got beat by the team that got beat by the team that got beat in the Stanley Cup Finals. The only thing that would have been is if Carolina had been beaten by New Jersey. That's the only thing that could have made it worse. You know what I've got to say to that, Grumpy? He unironically was making tweets yesterday talking about if only Sorokin could do what Brabowski did, we would have beaten. We would have been in the Stanley Cup Finals and we would have beaten the Vegas Golden Knights. And I had to ask him. How do you think we're beating Vegas? They're a really good team. 
I had to ask him like a million times. I'm like, you have got to be joking with me. But he, I think he was dead serious, Grumpy. I know he likes to do his little trolling routine, but I'm pretty sure he's serious. He thinks that, hey, the Islanders, if one thing went our way, we're a much closer team than what than what people believe. We we're are a thousand miles. You know what it's like? It's like, you remember that movie Cast Away with Tom Hanks? I've never actually seen that movie, but I'm familiar with it. Okay, so you kind of know he's on a plane, it crashes, and he's cast away on a, an island somewhere, like Gilligan's Island, cast away. And it takes him, I think, five or six years to get back to wherever. And he finally had to, you know, he gets almost, it, I'm not going to tell you about the movie. You should watch it. It's entertaining. Long story short, um, what was your point? Oh, how I'm far away we are. Yes. Getting old, grumpy. Yeah, thank you. God damn. Um, we damn, are so grumpy. Get old. He was lost in like the middle of freaking nowhere. That's how close we are to the Stanley Cup. We are so far away. I predict when we have a con- chance to contend for a Stanley Cup, no one will be on this roster anymore. Wow. Because where you think we are, huh? The old, well, we're not. Here's the thing the old man is decimating the team one day at a time. That's what's happening. No youth. In two, three years, everyone's going to be gone. Nobody's coming up. We're going to have guys like Johnson, Mike, Matthew Maggio coming up, William DeFore, all those ham and egg or hacks that are kicking around in the minors. They're going to be like the guys. They're going to be like the John Sim of the New York Islanders in just a couple of years. We'll still have Barzell. We'll have, you know, he'll be 30 something years old. We'll have 34 year old uh, Bo Horvat, 29 uh, year old Noah Dobson, 36 year old Pelican Bullock. Blue will probably still be the GM too. So who knows? He'll be 90 or whatever he is. It just, we're so far away from being good. You could try to spin this any way you want. Long story short, we're not good enough. And we're not going to be good enough. There's nothing we can do this offseason to make this team good enough to contend for a Stanley Cup. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Don't even buy season tickets. Don't even <laughs> waste your money. <laughs> Grumpy, how about if I get tickets at the Bleeds for the secondary market? I buy them off of scalpers. Should I buy them off of scalpers, Grumpy? When is it acceptable for me to buy Islanders tickets at UBS Arena? Do you really think there are scalpers out in front of Belmont Arena? Yeah, UBS Arena. Um, really? Sure, maybe. I don't think that's the way it's done anymore. Hey, I need one. Need two. Need two. I think people still scalp tickets out in front of the arena. Not there. What do they got to give them away? (laughs) I mean, two bucks. Front row, two bucks. No, it's not that bad. It's pretty bad. No, come on, Grumpy. But, uh, you know, the team, you talk about Matthew Maggio. You won a few awards today. He won a few awards. He came home with some hardware, grumpy old man. What? You'll be happy. What do you mean what? He won what? Cleanest underwear award? What do you what do you win? He won a few awards for being like, oh, he led the league. He led the OHL in scoring. He did this. He did that. And so, you know, people are over there getting excited. They're getting, they're getting pumped up about Matthew Maggio now, Grumpy. You want to the same way they kind of got pumped up about, about William DeFore last year. And then, oh, he was kind of yesterday's news. Well, here's the thing. William DeFore can't skate. That's what we said. If he he has everything but the ability to skate. 
He's got hockey sense, got a good shot, good passer. Can't skate. Can't skate. Sorry. Got to be able to skate to play hockey. Something you got to be able to do. We got enough guys on this team that can't skate. Matthew Maggio. Okay. You know what? I think he can skate a little bit. Again, another guy who's 20 years old playing against 16, 17-year-olds. I mean, okay. He had a good – his good last year in juniors. He'll be with uh, Bridgeport next year. Let's see how he plays. He's not going to be on the team next year. Yeah. He won't be on the team the year after that either. Got a long way to go before he's ready, if he's ready. He's a fifth-round draft pick for a reason. And I'm not saying – I'm not saying he can't pan out, but the chances of him panning out to be a top six forward, which is what we really desperately need, they're kind of slim, right? I'd, I'd say less than less than what, 10%? Sure, I'd agree with that. I mean, I think that's fair, honestly. He's never played the pro game. I'll give him a 10% shot because he played well against a bunch of children last year. So I'll give him, I'll give him a shot there. But anyone <laughs> thinking that he's going to come in and light the world on fire, they're just mistaken. You know something? I was thinking about something else. Our buddy Lamarillo always likes to say, you know what? We like to leave guys down in the minors. You know, we want them to be overripe for when they come up. You know what that tells me? It tells me you have no talent in the minors. That's what it tells me. Because if the guy was really talented, like Austin Matthews or Mitch Marner, those guys weren't languishing two or three years in the minors. They came right up and played right away. You want to know why? Because they were good enough to. He says that, once again, another sub, uh, whatever, subterfuge or whatever he's trying to do, trying to camouflage the ineptitude of his drafting ability. That's what he's trying to do by saying, oh, no, these guys have to stay in the minors for this many years because, you know, we want them to be overripe before we move them up. No, it means they're not good enough to beat any of the other ham and eggers who are on the big team. That's what it means. Because if they were good enough, they'd be on the big team. You're not going to leave somebody down in the minors just to say, we want to make sure he's overripe. Because, you know, even though a lot of Islander fans don't realize this, we're in the winning business here. What? Hold yeah. on. Yeah. A professional sports team's job is to win? Yes. Oh, so, you know, you make sure a guy can – if a guy can play, if he's the best player, he plays. Why was why was Simon Holmstrom up last year? He played like dog shit, another bottom sixer. Why didn't they just throw him down in the minors and let him hone his craft down there? He, he already spent all- seven years in the AHL. Why not another couple? Because he got all he could possibly learn from the Bridgeport Sound or the Bridgeport Islanders, Grumpy, the baby Islanders. Um, you know, I'll say this. You know, people are getting excited about Matthew Maggio. I, I will be. Here's the thing. He skates better than William DeFore. I am more optimistic. I skate better than William DeFore. <laughs> I will be more optimistic about Matthew Maggio. If I see him perform on a similar point per game pace or on a, on a, on a high level like that in Bridgeport next year. I'll be I will be enthused and excited about that. Right now, he's got my attention, right? You know, as he should for all Islander fans. I think he should have our attention, but I'm not willing to say, oh man, this guy's gonna be great. I can't wait to see. I'm not ready to jump on that just quite yet. Because until I see him do it at a higher level where the competition is a little bit more stiff and he's not playing against 16 and 17 year old boys, as you just mentioned, not legal adults, 
um, you know, he's going to face tougher competition. He's going to be facing men. So I'll be interested to see how he pans out and how he plays against a tougher level of competition. You're going to have to play better against his thing. When you're playing against players who can't even buy cough medicine over the counter, you got a long ways to go. Oh, grumpy. They can buy only certain types of cough medicine. Maybe not that heavy duty stuff that you can make drugs with, but uh, not all, not all types of cough medicine that make maybe rum. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. He's, I will say though, you know, all kidding aside, the grumpy, you're somewhat excited to see how he translates to Bridgeport, right? Bridgeport. I don't care about Bridgeport. I don't watch any Bridgeport games. I go to see a couple of live games. I'm so disappointed that it, it has clouded my judgment about the whole farm system. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't watch any playoff games. Well, did they even make the playoffs? Probably not. But no, Bridgeport this year did not make the postseason. They did not. So status quo, in other words. Another year not making the postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like I said, uh, would I like them to be a success? Absolutely. He's at least, at least two years away. At a minimum two years away. William DeFore, how many years is he away? Probably Does he sound three. right? Everyone thought, oh, he could make the team this year. Remember last year? People were saying, he's so good. Look at how many points he put up in the queue. He could contend for a spot on the roster this year. How'd that work out? It's a big jump from the juniors to the NHL. Yes. There we, is. Can't even get, we can't even get Ruslanishkov on this team. We can't even get him up into the, into the uh, NHL. I mean, I think we can all agree he's a pretty good player. Bring something the Islanders don't have. Ability to create. Scoring. I don't think he's a super fast skater. He's shifty, though. Yeah, he's shifty. He's agile on the skates. I think that's the best way to put it. Don't you think a guy like that should at least get a shot? I don't even – his thing. I don't think he's even consideration for this team. No, he's not. He's a guy where it's like I have to have 15,000 people get injured, catch COVID – tear an ACL, anything and everything to possibly give a guy like that a chance. And then it's like, hey, we're going to put you on the fourth line and we're going to bench you the entire third period. Good luck in the f- in the six minutes of action you're going to see in a full game. Because uh, that's that's how they treat the guys. You know, it's... I, I think you're seeing some fans kind of start to say, I'm a little dissatisfied with the product. And you're seeing other fans who are... Just like you talk about status quo, it's just like status quo again, where, hey, we're finding reasons to try to trick ourselves into being extremely excited about the upcoming potential of this year. One of them being is, guys, look at Florida. Florida was a, they barely squeaked their way into the postseason and they made it all the way to the Stanley Cup finals. All you need is a hot goalie and you can win a Stanley Cup and you have a chance to winning a Stanley Cup. For that school of thought, I have one question for you guys who are who are using that as a reason to be optimistic. How often do teams that do not have superior offense and defense and a solid goalie win a Stanley Cup? There is one year in the last decade I can think of where a team was outmatched in the forward and defensive group and had a hot goalie and won a cup. That was the St. Louis Blues. It does not happen often. And St. Louis still had very valuable pieces on that team. You know, were they as good as other teams they'd faced in that postseason? No. But they did. Jordan Binghamton was having an extremely hot season. Was like freaking everything was like a beach ball. And they wound up winning a Stanley Cup. But it's like once every 10 years. 
here's that happens thing. to one team. Yeah, here's another thing. They were like one of the worst teams in the league going into January, and then from January on, they were the best team in the league. I mean, so you could say what you want about St. Louis. Look who they had on their team. I mean, Tarasenko. I think was still there. Tarasenko was there. Uh, Parenko was there. Um, Pareko, yeah. Schwartz, Tarasenko, O'Reilly. I mean, they had a lot of good players on that team. A lot of good players. They had a lot of really solid players is the best way I could put it. They had some guys. They had some elite snipers. They had some guys who were really solid. And their goalie was just unbelievable. But the likelihood that you catch lightning in a bottle like that is it happens for one team every 10 years. That's what it is. And, and, and seriously, that's that's what we're looking at. If we're getting excited, we're thinking to ourselves, I'm going to get excited because one team every 10 years, one team every 10 years has the possibility of winning a Stanley Cup. All these other teams may come close, like the, the Canadians. The Canadians the year that went to the Stanley Cup finals. They got rolled by Tampa. You might get to a Stanley Cup finals. Those teams do not win the finals, though. And if our right. if our goal is to say, man, we want to just get to the finals. I don't give a shit if we win it. Let's just get to it, baby. I'll be excited and happy if we just get to the finals. I want to win a Stanley Cup. I do. And look at how these teams are. And you're, and you're starting to see regarding goaltending, right? Some people are saying, well, hey, this is the second year in a row. We've had a subpar goalie win a Stanley Cup. Last year it happened with Darcy Kemper. This year it happened with Aiden Hill. We don't need a good goaltender. We just need somebody who's going to get hot. Let's go ahead and put everything in our forward and defensive groups. Don't worry about paying Sorokin. Trade him away for assets because all we just need is a hot goalie. That's all we need to win a Stanley Cup now. Those teams have to be superior. Correct. To make that. And Golden Knights were superior. They were tremendous. People, here's the thing. They play out in the West Coast. Nobody really watches them. And you know what? They were dynamic. They were really, they shut down Edmonton. Shut them down. No one else could touch Edmonton. Vegas shut them down. Aiden Hill, did he have to be spectacular? No. No. Because they dominated play. They absolutely dominated play. Last year, Darcy Kemper, was he sensational? No. no. Because Colorado was so talented and everybody was hitting on all cylinders. Those teams that win without good goaltending, and I'm not even saying good goaltending. I mean, those guys aren't household names, right? Sure. But here's the thing. I never thought Corey Crawford was a great goaltender for Chicago. He won three Stanley Cups. You know what? The team around him was so good. All he had to come up is every once in a while make the timely save. They were so good as an overall unit, offense and defense. You don't need a spectacular goaltender, and that's possibly the case. If your if your forward group is so tremendous and your defense is so good, you can get away with a lesser goalie. The New York Islanders, we need Dominic Hasek in front, Ilya Sorokin to one side, and Billy Smith on the other side to even contend for a cup. Because we're nowhere close to the talent level of those teams that you're talking about. I think it's a conversation that could be entertained. If you have so much talent in your forward group where you control all of the possession, you're defensively responsible enough 
to prevent odd man breaks and dumb, foolish mistakes in your own zone, and you don't shoot yourself in the foot in net, you can win. You can win a cup like that. I think there's different ways to win a cup, but here's the thing. Our team is so far away from having the offensive possession and the offensive control needed to win the way that teams with bad goaltenders win. Think about how much time we spend hend up in our own zone playing the Barry Trot style of hockey. We tried to deviate away from the Barry Trot style of hockey the first half of the season and got absolutely drug across the coals. We have to play that style. That's the way that the team has been built by Lou Lamarillo. That's the way that Lou Lamarillo continues to fortify this team is slow progression through the neutral zone, playing a very, uh, I'd say, regimented one zone to the next. Then we get a dump in. Then we keep possession maybe for a little bit, and we retreat back into our own zone. And hopefully the other team makes a mistake. You can't win with a team like that with a bad goalie. That's not possible. So you can win. I think you can win with an average. Let me or go ahead, Grump. I just want to put it this way. Without a superior goaltender, the Islanders don't even make the playoffs this year. Sure. I mean, that's all you need to know. You don't make the playoffs with a roster like the Islanders have unless you have superior goaltending. End of sentence, end of story. There's no one who listens to us or who listens anywhere who can say, without Ilya Sorokin last year, we don't even make the playoffs. Correct. Period. And then what are you going to say? Oh, we need a goaltender. Our goaltending wasn't good enough. Let's go back to the Kevin Poulin days and the, and the Lars Anderson days. <laughs> Let's take the clock back, Grumpy, to those fantastic net minders we used to have. Let's go back to the to the the pre-Barry Trotz Thomas Grice and the pre-Barry Trotz Yaroslav Halaks. Because, hey, guys like that can win us a Stanley Cup now. We've cracked the code. No, your offense has to be so unbelievably talented where you control most all the possession, and your defense has to be smart enough not to make stupid mistakes, and they have to be responsible, and your goalie cannot shoot yourselves in the foot. I remember when the year, and I'm going way back, we wound up losing to Pittsburgh in the playoffs, and Nabokov was terrible. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. If you have a good goaltender, I think we beat Pittsburgh. I really do. But when you don't have good goaltending, one break here, one break there, they're not able to make the big save because guess what? They're just not that good. You want to caution your series. I, I, here's the thing. Anyone who says that, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's, yeah, you can get away. You can't look at everything from here to here. It, you got to look big picture. Sure. I'm always a big picture guy. And it's just, come on, those comments are just wrong. The, the likelihood of you making the postseason with a bad goalie is a lot less than you making the postseason with a good goalie and a mediocre team surrounding. Ask Pittsburgh this year, right? who had miserable fucking goaltending down the stretch. They're a much better offensive and defensive team than we were this year. I think it's close. Look at the goaltending. I keep, I always say it. Look at the goaltending. Look at the teams that don't make the playoffs. Always have shitty goalies. They give up a lot of goals for whatever reason. Poor defensive structure, but usually it's poor goaltending is what beats you. The teams that make the playoffs, not just even contend, to make the playoffs, you have to have good goaltending. If Buffalo had good goaltending last year, they make the playoffs in a walk. Why? Because their offense was so good. 
Same but thing their goaltending was so bad. Same thing with Pittsburgh. Think Same thing it. with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh didn't blow one of those three games to us, and let's say that's a four-point swing, we're talking about a totally different ball game. Right. No one's talking about the Islanders, you know, hey, if we would have beat this team, that beat that team, that beat this team, but they, uh, we would have lost in the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> uh, just stop. Just stop. It's just oh. delusional. It's delusional. Delusional. People want to believe. Why? Because they want to think their team has a chance to win. You know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like when sometimes we go back and we say, oh, man, what could have been if we didn't draft Michael Del Cole fifth overall and drafted William Nylander or drafted this guy or that guy? Oh, man, what could have been for the Islanders if we didn't draft him? Oh, the player who went right after us went to be, went to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, man, if only we would have had and selected the right person, everything would have been solved. Yeah, coulda, well, it didn't happen. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. It doesn't matter. It didn't. Yeah, exactly. It, it's living. It's it's trying to create yourself a false reality to where it's like, you know what? Things aren't as bad as I think they are. But in reality, just look at the reality of the of the picture. And that's that's what we've got to do at this point. But uh, let's go ahead and read our ad because we're going to go ahead and get into some comments here, Grumpy. But yeah. today's podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. Um, light the lamp, and I know this is an old ad, but this is the one they said keep reading. So they said, light the lamp during the NHL playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code THPN. Again, that's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in the link in the description below, you're going to have resources that you or a loved one can reach out to if you have a gambling problem or an addiction like that. Make sure you go ahead and utilize the description or the show notes below where you can go ahead and gain access to people you can reach out to and resources. Um, our first comment here, Grumpy, comes from Adam. He says, yes, TJ, I miss you guys. Miss you too, Adam. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Meatball Parm. Look at that, man. Ooh, baby. Look how beautiful that meatball. Let me ask you that, Grumpy. Does that pass your meatball parm test right there? It looks pretty good. I'd go for a little meatball parm action right now, to be honest with you. Dude, I haven't had a meatball parm in a long time, and I'm like, holy shit, I haven't eaten dinner? I could go for a meatball parm, Grumpy. Goon goon, Grumpy. I can't tell what's more exciting, when the countdown begins for the Islanders Never Say Die podcast, or when Dick Clark used to count down the final seconds of New Year's Eve. Uh, I'm going to say probably Dick Clark, because it was only a minute, where TJ makes it three minutes on the podcast. Well, yeah, it gives me enough time to get everything done, Grumpy. Well, here's the thing. When it was a three-minute warning on New Year's Eve, I'm able to go to the bathroom, do a couple other things, and that's what I'm able to do on the show. It's usually, you know, it doesn't start really getting excited. Like, oh, the final minute. And then, you know, like the fast for his final 10 is when they really start the countdown. So, oh, but now oh, here's the thing. When you watch the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show, that's more exciting than both. It's 30 seconds. 30 seconds and we're a go. That's, yeah. how, that's how long it takes, Grumpy. Um, got a comment here from Rick Aroma, Grumpy. Aiden Hill is a Stanley Cup champion. Never ever give eight years, nine to ten million to a goalie. Schmidt beat the great Igor. Freddie Anderson beat the great Sorokin. Samsonov beat the great Vasilevsky, and so on. Okay, I'll tackle these now, Rick. I love you. You know I love you. Okay. Uh oh, Grumpy's about to say something not nice to Rick. Is what I what I imagine here, Grumpy. Schmidt didn't beat Igor. The Devils beat the Rangers. Schmidt wasn't tremendous in that series. The Devils were just better. 
Too much, too much for the Rangers to handle. Freddie Anderson beat the great Sorokin. Freddie Anderson played one game in that series. Why? Carolina always beats the Islanders. Always beats the Islanders. Ronta would have beaten the Islanders. Anti-Ronta. It's not because Sorokin is a lesser goalie than Anderson or Ronta. It's that Carolina is eons better and more talented than the Islanders right now. Those are just facts. Carolina is better than the Islanders. Samsonov beat Vasilevsky and so on. Did, if you watch that series, Vasilevsky played like dog shit in that series. Yes. Because Tampa Bay outplayed Toronto. Last year, Toronto outplayed Tampa. But Vasilevsky was so good that he single-handedly kept Tampa in that series. This year, he didn't play very well, and they got beat. Samsonov wasn't great. Vasilevsky was really poor in that series for whatever reason. It happens sometimes. Vasilevsky gets a lot of rope from me. Why? Because he won two Stanley Cups. Yes. How many times has he won a Vesna trophy? How many times has he won? I don't even know if he won Conn Smythe, but he's probably the best goalie in the world still. That series aside, it happens. It's not it's not the goalie, it's the team. If you would his thing, if Tampa Bay, if Toronto played Tampa Bay and Samsonov stopped 59 shots a night and there was one shot on goal and Vasilevsky let it in, then you could say, yes, Samsonov won that series. Bobrovsky was really, really good. He was good against Boston, led them in their comeback, right? Boston kind of shit the bed. Their goalies got hurt. Olmark was injured, and it was mismanaged by Jim Montgomery. That's why Boston lost to Florida. Yep. Mismanagement by the coach. Yep. Carolina. Those games were really freaking close. Sure. There was a bunch of overtime games, and here's the thing. Bobrovsky was really, really good. And Freddie Anderson and Auntie Ranta, I don't think they're great goalies. They're just good goalies. So they got beat. And people say, well, Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky's really freaking good. He won Vezin trophies too. I mean, yeah. so he's no ham and egger. He's a really good goalie. And then what happens? You go up against Vegas. They were banged up, right? Florida, banged up for some physical series. Golden Knights just too damn good. Just too good. They dominated that series from start to finish. Had nothing to do with the goaltending. Absolutely nothing. And here's the thing. Bobrovsky came back down to earth in the last in a couple of those games in that series. The layoff yep. hurt them. No doubt about it. At That's the end one of the day, At the end of the day, Vegas just a better team than Florida. And don't sell Florida short. President's trophy winner last year. So oh, we could have been that. No. When was the last time we won a president's trophy? 1980? <laughs> I mean, no, not even 1980. 1978? But but you're right. You know, it's how you know, when we look at what Florida was, and the thing is, maybe the series is different if Kachuk doesn't get banged up and hurt. I don't know. He's a guy who was extremely clutch throughout the postseason, but that time period, we talk about the hot goalie recipe. How do you win a cup with the hot goalie? You might run into one of those situations when your goalie's really hot, you sweep the other team, 
And then you've got a seven or eight or nine or 10 day layover until the next game you play. And as your guys sit idle, well, goalie kind of loses some of that heat a little bit. And he kind of comes out and he loses a little bit of that momentum. It's tough to stay hot for 25 games. For certain. Absolutely. Really, really tough. What's up, Scott? How are you? And Rick Roma says, too unpredictable of a position to give an eight-year, $9 to $10 million contract. You no longer need a great goalie to win, just an opportunistic one. Name the last time a shitty goaltender played on a shitty team and they won a Stanley Cup. I, you cannot come up with one. If our team had an immense amount of offensive talent, immense amount of defensive talent, and we were fantastic across the board, I would say, sure, maybe we can get away with a mediocre goalie. We don't have that, though. The one thing, I, what do I always say about goaltending, TJ? You don't have to have a goals against of 1.2, but you have to come up with big saves at big times. Sure. That's what. That's a winning goaltender. You know who did that? Dominic Hasek, Martin Brodeur, Patty Wah, Glenn Hall, going back way, way, way back. Terry Sawchuk, these guys, Jock Plant, they were really big in big moments. That's why they're known as the greatest goalies of all time. Look at how many Stanley Cups they've won. You know who didn't win any Stanley Cups? Curtis Joseph, Eddie Belfour. They were good goaltenders. Great but you know what? In the big moment, they kind of shrunk. Tom Barrasso, regular season, he was okay. But you know what? He came up big in the playoffs for Pittsburgh. Really big. And people forget how good he was when he started his career in Buffalo. They remember, what do you remember? How he came up big when Pittsburgh was winning cups back in the 90s. There's a reason. Aiden Hill, no one's even going to remember Aiden Hill. Won't even be remembered. Oh, remember Aiden Hill? What you're going to forget is Golden Knights were freaking dominant. They look like a men, they look like men against boys with Florida. I mentioned to TJ when he's watching games, I'm like, I said, my gosh, they just they're so much bigger than Florida. They just they just bullied Florida. They wanted it more. They beat them to every puck. Everything that Florida had been doing earlier, the Golden Knights did to them. They're just a better team. You couldn't have put me in net and won a Stanley Cup, but I didn't think Aiden Hill stood on his head. They just dominated. They dominated Florida. Because Florida's an eight seed. And their defense got absolutely exposed. Absolutely freaking exposed in that series. I can't tell you how many three on ones, two on zeros that they gave up. Bobrovsky made some say, and Bobrovsky kept them in a lot of games because they didn't deserve to even win one game. They didn't even deserve to win the game they won. That should have been a sweep. They're just much better. Next year's another year, though. We'll see. Yeah, I don't disagree on a lot of those points, Grump. I don't. And and uh, Drew says, Phil was going bonkers on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of people telling me. He's like, come get your boy. Phil's going nuts. And like I've always said, Phil's a maniac. Phil is a menace. He's a menace to the Islander community. He's a menace to the Islander. We love Phil. We love Phil. I love I, I'm Phil. serious. And Phil knows. If he listens, he knows, you know, all kidding aside. But he's a menace. He's a menace to the fan base. He is. He's a menace. I told um, him that right to his face. It's not like I'm, I'm talking out of school here. <laughs> the conversation went from uh, how about Florida's or how bad Florida's defense or how about Florida's defense was to Sorokin sucks. I had to give him a slice of humble pie. Oh no. Florida's um, defense was absolutely freaking terrible. Yes. 
And that, what, what did I say at the beginning of the playoffs? Why did I think Florida couldn't win? Do you remember going way, way, way back? Yeah, Their defense just not good enough. Bobrovsky comes out of the freaking weeds after being on the bench at the end of the season, and he, he single-handedly got them to the finals. And then they got exposed because their defense just not good enough, and he was no longer wearing the, the S, uh, the Superman, the S on his chest. The S on his chest. I like that one, Grub. Um, got a comment here from Adam P saying here, I wish these guys could make a cul-de-sac club never say die shirt. Oh, that's, that's pretty good, actually. Craig K, we'll be working on it, maybe, Adam. Maybe. I got to talk with Grumpy about it. Craig K, Grumpy. Wally will have a record season, and the Islanders will scrape their way to the finals. There's some positive thinking for you. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys are the best. Thank you, Adam P. And Goongoon says, why did why did the Panthers go down without a whimper in the finals? Going in, I thought they were going to take the cake. I think we just mentioned it. Vegas just too damn good, too big, too physical, too skilled, and they have no defense. Yep, absolutely. Um, got ourselves here a comment from Matthew S. saying, good evening, gents. Uh, we're going to hear nothing now from the old man. Nothing. Nothing. The night of the draft, it's a Wednesday. As far as the Islanders are concerned, they don't even have a draft this year. They'll pick sometime on Thursday, second round, maybe, unless they move the pick to move Josh Bailey so they can bring back the other ham and eggers who won't do anything on this team. But we're not going to do anything this offseason that's going to improve the group. It's just not going to happen. Get ready for another offseason of nothing. I agree with that. We're gonna. It's going to be status quo. Um, every Alan, year I say it. Every year I'm saying it, and every year I'm proven right. Alan Avatar there, Grumpy. Evening, guys. For those who believe that our forward group could compete with Vegas, they are delusional. I'd rather sell Brock and JGP and give Tar Tarasenko a multi-year deal. Please fire Lou. Um, you had me in the first half. Uh, yep. I believe in the first half of that statement, but the second half, I'm not on board with Tarasenko. No. Not at, not at 31 years old. Sorry. Get another comment here, Grumpy. From Rick Romo says, Florida was gassed and missing their best player. Vegas, Vegas also just better. That's the most important thing. Vegas just better. Just better team. The best team won. Usually what happens at the end of the day, the best team wins the cup. Yep. Scott L said, as an early birthday tomorrow gift, it would be nice if you started on time. Happy birthday tomorrow, Scott. Well, hey, Scott, maybe tomorrow we'll do better and we'll have the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show be running on time tomorrow, Scott. Nine o'clock. I bet you we'll be late on that, too. Maybe. I don't know. I cannot tell the future. All I know is I get calls frantic from Sun X on that show. Where's TJ? Where's TJ? I said, you know, it's freaking TJ. He used to bother him. He's like, well, okay, I guess I don't have to be – I don't even have to be home at 9 o'clock to start the show because TJ won't be ready. Again, I get fucking saddled with doing everything on those damn shows, Grumpy. You know what? You just stay in your lane. Rick Roma says – Well, Matthew S. said, congratulations to Vegas. Wonder when I'll see a cup. Probably never. That's not true, Matthew. I want you to go to your cupboard, open it up, and I guarantee you got a bunch of cups up there. Hmm. Just name one of your cups, Stanley. So every time you look at it, you got your own Stanley Cup. Oh, isn't that cute, Grumpy? Trying to help. I'm here to help. Okay. Rick Roma, Grumpy. Severson got New Jersey a third. Devils kept their UFAs and are now getting picks for them. Fitzgerald greater than Lou. Did the Devils move uh, Severson to somebody? 
Yes, they moved him in the offseason. Do you remember this? I oh, have you not been paying attention, Grumpy? I have not. I've not seen. I don't. I mean, so I guess they trade him to somebody who's going Columbus. to to Columbus. Columbus. Yes. Well, oh, look at Columbus trying to get better. So I guess Columbus, if they give him Johnny Goudreau money, he'll probably stay there. They they went ahead and traded Severson to the Columbus Blue Jackets for a third round pick in this year's draft. A guy who's going to be the number one available uh, free agent on the market. They're going to get an eight year deal. That's why they traded him to Columbus. So Columbus is going to give him an eight year deal so they can get that extra year to him. And what does Jersey get for a guy who was going to be, he was gone, well, that, a free agent? They get a third, uh, the top of the third round. The top of the third round. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Matthew, I said, TJ, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I know. It's falling off. Drew says here, yep, a.k.a. the right moves. Adam P. said, I want a cul-de-sac, never say die t-shirt. Oh, I know. Adam, I, we're going to have to get, we got a contract. Well, that's what we got to do. And there's another one we just freaking have to do. I've been talking about it for a year now. Christ almighty. Um, yeah, got a comedy from Jack. Jack Wilson. TJ Jack. does not appreciate my ideas. Hello, Jack. I do. Jack from the UK. What's up, Jack? How are you, my friend? Um, Nick D says here, TJ Grumpy, how are you guys doing tonight? I missed you on Saturday night. Yes, my Saturday late afternoon revolves around you. Well, thanks, Nick. Yeah, I was, you, out Nick. Of, I was out of town once again. We're gonna be we're gonna have a show today. We'll have a show Saturday, we'll have a show Wednesday, but next Saturday there'll be no show. So we're getting all of our travel in. Where are you going next Saturday? I'll be out of town again, Grumpy. <laughs> Goon Goon says, is the big gulp really necessary? Yes. Necessary. If if you're a, like a, a working man who's working out there in the heat, big gulp, absolutely necessary. I don't dislike big gulp. That's for certain. Um, got here Scott L saying here, former Islander great Kiefer Bellows did not receive a qualifying offer for Philly, making him a free agent. Yeah, I saw a lot of people happen to tweet about that. Oh, yeah, he said he needed just a chance. And look at this. He was waived twice. I was like, okay, why are you, why are you trying to throw this kid through the fucking mud? I'm like, kid didn't fucking pan out. I mean, it's, just, it's that simple. I thought he had a chance. Never given a real opportunity. Went to Philly. Everybody looked miserable in Philly. He was one of the everyone in Philly that looked bad. So that was he it. Was, he was never, if you let a guy rot in the minors till they're 24, 25 years old, they're never going to make it. You got to give them a shot early. Can't just let them rot in the minors. I agree. Unless you're Lula Merlo. Hey, rather have more ripe. That's right. Um, I don't know how many guys came up to play on the, the, the NHL team when Lou's been GM. Uh, if they were all 24, 25 years old, or how young they were when they came up. I'm interested. Scott Niedermeyer, how long was he down in the minors? Yeah, he's just full of shit, the old man. Nice comment there, Grumpy. Rick Roman says, TJ chewing gum? Kids these days. Am I right, Grumpy? Unprofessional. Absolutely. The fact that he can't sit up straight is a really, it's a problem. Scott Niedermeyer, Grumpy, he entered the league... Oh, let me tell you here. I'll pull this up here. I guarantee you he did not play in the AHL. Scott Niedermeyer, wow, his first games when he was 18 years old. Oh, how is it possible? He played four games when he was 18. When he was 19 years old, he played 80 games. Ooh. I think Lou forgot that he's supposed to wait until he got overripe on the vines down there. He shit, Lou, he shit. forgot. Damn it. He just, it's a narrative that he pushes, pushes because 
He has nothing in the minors. That's why he pushes that narrative, period. And if he tells you any different, he's a freaking liar. If the kid's good enough, they play. It's not like you leave him down there. Hey, let's let him tear up the AHL. No, no. You think Nemec is going to be riding the? He's going he's gonna to be uh, in AHL next year. Nope. Yeah, he's going to be with the Devils next year. I think he's going to be in the A Grumpy. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Oh man, um, got ourselves a comment here from Mary. Oh, that's that's Matthew as he says. Boo, TJ. Oh. Harry P says new podcast name is Chewing Chicklets. Chewing Chicklets. Oh my god, I chew fucking gum once, and everybody's over here talking shit about me chewing gum. <laughs> Greg Prado says here, dudes, Grumpy, read any good Kindle books? Kindle only books lately, and namely ones written by Greg Prado about top rock and roll tunes of all time. Yeah, Grumpy. When I was in town this last week, I said, Grumpy, can you do me a favor and crack open? That book, crack open the proverbial Greg Prado book and, and get to reading on that, Grumpy. How, how many pages are you in on that book? Zero. Grump! Come on, man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you and say I've read it yet. Greg, I will read the book. Do you do not need to worry about that? Have I ever let you down before? TJ, I mean, I know you gave the book to TJ, I don't know, two, three, four months ago, and I've had it, I've had it probably for three weeks now. You've had it for a month. Stop for a month. Probably a month. Oh, stop bullshit. I'm not, like, I don't even think he sent it to me, honestly. I'm gonna have to dig through my <laughs> emails to see if he actually sent it. Because he's notorious for saying he does does things and not doing them. Uh uh-huh. is that what I did, Grumpy thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Artist. I like he's trying to look so tough in that picture. Why is he trying to look so tough? But I say you gotta watch out for Greg. You wouldn't want to run across him across Greg's path. That's for certain, Grumpy. Looks like a guy who should be carrying like a rifle on his back living in like a post-apocalyptic world living off the land uh adam p what's up he says go knights go um drew l says tj was eating too much haribo har harbo how the hell you pronounce that haribo haribo gummy bears and felt fat that's why he's leaning back shit there we go we're off to a good start um uh he wants sorokin traded yeah phil does yeah my gosh um What's up, uh, Tommy B? Coach Tommy B says, hey, TJ Crumpy old man, happy Wednesday. What's up, Coach Tommy B? Hopefully you're doing well, man. Eve L says, Grumpy, you need to see that. Susie. 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 It's, is it S-U-S-I? It's, okay. Is that English, Sisu? Okay. I've, I actually. Oh, question for you. Is Sisu English? I actually, complained about how I'm pronouncing non-English I, fucking letters and words. Have you ever learned the phonics? No, I haven't it's learned. Not Susie. It's Sisu. Sisu, I've heard that movie, and but I don't think it's on any of the streaming sites yet. So, and I and I don't think it's not a U.S. movie. I believe it's. I want to say it's maybe Swedish or I think it's far. It's a foreign language film, I believe. But I've heard good things about it. I read some reviews on it. Said it's good. I'm waiting for it to come out on something. I haven't checked in a few, you know, I'm having, I'll check to see if it's on Netflix or something like that, but it has not been on a streaming site. Hmm. Let's look here. We've got um, from Drew saying, Phil actually did say we were Stanley cup champions. Now that was him trolling. I had to believe, but he honestly did say, Hey, if the Islanders, the Islanders should have been in the, they should have been in the finals. If Sorokin did what he was supposed to do, because we would have beaten the devils because we match up well against them. And then, we would have beaten Florida, 
because hey, you know, we would have beaten Florida, and then we would have definitely beaten Vegas because we match up well against them. Wait, what? How did he say we would have beat Vegas? Is it because we, we beat? He took a screenshot that we played them twice this year and won twice against them. You know what he should have taken the screenshot of? How we just lose to Carolina all the time. Trust me. I made I, I knew he was going to do that. I said to TJ yesterday, I I said, I guarantee you, Phil is going to put something out that we would be Stanley Cup. Did I not say this? Like, not even at, not even 15 minutes after the game was over, I said, you watch. Phil's going to put out how we would be Stanley Cup champions. He'll do some convoluted bullshit thing that where he draws up some ridiculous scenarios that were never going to happen. And he was going to say that we would beat Vegas because we always beat Vegas. Except Phil doesn't believe that we always lose to Carolina. He said that's not why we always we would have beaten Carolina. No. And I'm going to use the logic you just used to say that we beat Vegas. We never beat Carolina. Ever. Never, ever. 16 out of 20, they've beaten us. Last time I checked, that's 80%. That's an 80% winning percentage for Carolina. That's not good enough to beat anybody. You win 80% of your games, you're the greatest team in history no matter what sport you play, unless it's women's softball with the University of Oklahoma. Uh. <laughs> 80% is a really good winning percentage. That's how much Carolina owns us. Goon says, trivia question, TJ has eaten during the show, but has Grumpy ever satisfied his appetite during the show? Yes. Absolutely not. Bullshit. Absolutely not. Because let me tell you something. Anytime that I, what are you doing over there? Hey, you better finish that up before the show starts. He doesn't care. He's a freaking tyrant. Imagine. King George III. If this was the American Revolutionary Times, that's King George right over there. And I'm the poor Americans who just keep on giving money to support, (laughs) you know, some slacko youth or somebody who feels that they're indebted to me. That's what happens. Uh, is that what it is, Grumpy? Yes. Pony boy, Curtis, Grumpy. Are we going to read the people's brilliant comments tonight, or are we going to ignore, going to be, going to get ignored for the Islanders D-list celebrities for the fifteenth episode in a row? Wow. Damn, Pony boy, Curtis. The Islanders are at five thousand one odds to win the next Stanley Cup, Grumpy. The only thing worse is ten thousand to one. You know what that means? No shot. No shot. PJ. No thoughts on this arc. No, um, uh, Drew L. Grumpy old man. Phil today also said Matt Maggio has some precious slick hair, and he should have a Hall of Fame career because of it. Horny much? Yeah, he sent something like that. Um, let me put this up on screen here for you, Grump. It's I tell you, let me put this. Uh, you'll enjoy this. Um. So Phil did make a tweet. Now, this is obviously Phil trolling at this portion, right? It's Phil saying it's impossible for a player or for this player to be anything less than a Hall of Fame talent with that hair. What an unbelievable future this young man has ahead of him. And Drew's got his next little comment. He's like, I was horny when I made that comment. So, you know, it's, you know, it's, we're, we're obviously at the dog days of summertime is where we are currently. We haven't even started the dog days of summer. They haven't even started. That's like August. The end of July, beginning of August. Those are the dog days. August are the dog days. Mm. The, I mean, for us, I guess the end of the season was, well, whenever. 
three, um, four years ago. Your closing video last night on the cup finals there. Harry P says, Phil is thinking downers are a cup winning team is like uh, when the Carolinas coach was saying that they didn't get beat bad by the Panthers, just pure denial. I think Carolina would have beaten Florida if they were healthy, but they weren't. And that's just what happens. If they had Pacioretty and Svechnikov, I believe that Carolina beats Florida. But that's the thing about the NHL playoffs. It's a war of attrition, battle of attrition. It's really, really tough. And you saw Kachuk, broken sternum. I mean, he was out there gutting it out the last number of games. And he just couldn't go last night. Not that they would have won. I mean, they only got beat by, what, five, six, seven goals. I don't know what it was, five goals. I mean, didn't matter. Goon grumpy. An interesting Islanders tidbit I just learned, Mike Bossy had his own prototype pinball machine in 1982. I did not know that. TJ, look up Mike Bossy, the scoring machine. It'll knock your socks off. Now, that's pretty cool, actually. Digital that's actually scouts. a good name for it. I'll, put the, I'll look that up. Adam, he said there are scalpers around. Yes, one or two, but they seem ashamed to ask. Oh, God. <laughs> Pony Bird Curtis there. <laughs> if you're going to ignore the pulse of the people for these freaking ask clowns guests at least bring on someone cool like sherman or prado look at look at pony boy he's all fired up today he's he he a little fired up i noticed that very fired up eric roma grumpy i heard lou is working the phones to get parise to stick around now that's some good gming i mean why so you want to bring back a 39 year old and here's the thing zach parise has earned his contract the last couple of years absolutely has is Zach Parise going to be a difference maker for this team contending for a Stanley Cup? The answer is no. He's 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 a 39-year-old bottom six player. That's what he is. Sorry. Um, let's continue along here, Grumpy. I'm trying to pull up this pinball machine here for us. Um, got a comment. Uh, Coke stories from the 80s, Grumpy. You've got any? Grumpy stays solid. He's not answering any 80s Coke stories there, Pony Boy. Uh, Time Baffy says, Maggio is a solid skater. I'm sure of it. And not a bad playoff debut for Eichel, eh, boys? Yeah, he had a good... He must have killed TJ because he hates Jack Eichel. He's called him a cancer before. He is a cancer. Cancer. He's a cancer to the team. Well, he must have been the curable kind because they want to stand the cup with him. <laughs> they cured it. They cured his cancer, Grumpy. There you go. Continue reading. Comments. Put the four on a treadmill and teach him to skate or on the front of an Iditarod in a bobsled race. What? That's what heck? he should be. I mean, seriously, that's what he should have been doing. As soon as the season, get a power skating coach. Even if you just improve, you know, you stretch out your stride, you know, four inches, five inches could make all the difference in the world. It's, it's the thing he needs to work on. Be a professional kid. And I'm not saying that he's not. He might be doing that. I mean, I don't want, but that's something that he should know in himself. Yes. What are the, every player should assess what they do at the end of the year. How can I, what can I do to get better as a player? Sure. And they should go and address that. It's real easy if you're a marksman, you know, out there shooting shots at, yeah, I just want to continue doing that all summer. But you know what? I remember Ryan Kessler every year. What couldn't he do? He struggled putting the puck on the net. All he did was shoot pucks, shoot pucks, shoot pucks, thousands of pucks every single day. And he was a great, I loved Ryan Kessler. 
Yeah, uh, Grumpy Goon Goon, Grumpy. Got you, Grumpy, you're telling you. Uh, hey, man, I, what time do you have to be out of here? I'm just trying to make sure I'm keeping you on track there, Grumpy. Because... 11 o'clock. Okay. Stay on pace, Grumpy. Grumpy, do you ever listen to doo-wop music and reminisce about your days exploring Long Island? I, I actually, I don't listen to any music anymore because I really don't listen to the radio too much. But I love doo-wop music, music, 50s music, 60s music, 70s, 80s. Not so much 90s and above, though. Grumpy, here is the one from Mike Bossy, the sketch day drawn up. So this is what it looked like here. This is what the original thought process was for the Mike Bossy pinball machine here. Should I read Should I read TJ's private chat comment to me? Grumpy, go ahead. I said, get the fucking comments done quicker, Grumpy. This is, this is, now, here's the thing. Whenever <laughs> I send a comment... I'm not cursing at the person. I'm, it's like effing quicker, man, on the comments. <laughs> you tell. Oh, let's let's be honest here. You call me up today and say, "Hey, dude, I got it. We got to keep today short. We got to keep today short because." And you've got the warden on the phone. Well, TJ. Well, I don't. Need, I can't even emulate the warden's voice. But she's over there saying, yeah, "You better be well, careful with grumpy, that." Grumpy, grumpy over here is saying that the reason the podcast goes long is because of you. I'm like, can I, I see Grumpy likes to harp on anytime he can start talking about yesteryear. He wants to talk and talk about it. I said, if Grumpy were to, to keep some of the old, I said, I don't care what he does. I said, he's if he's got to get out of here early, I said, it's all on him. It's not on me, Warden. It's on Grumpy. Okay. Grumpy paints me in you a know, bad you light. Know another thing that makes the podcast run long when it's a half an hour late to start every day. <laughs> I mean, because there's, there's already 30. I don't waste 30 minutes on comments on one comment or even two or five or 10. 30 minutes late, that's on you, okay? Let's call a spade a spade, sunshine, because here's the thing. If you were on time, we'd never have these issues, ever. Ah, okay, gotcha. That would keep you quicker and more well, People have to go to bed because TJ starts the show late. That's a problem. Oh, God. All righty, Grumpy. You go. Noah W. Grump. I saw a clip of William DeFore at the OHL-WHL draft, and he said in the interview he knows he needs to improve his skating. I, I His thing. Let's do something about it. Great. Let's do something about it. Absolutely, Grumpy. I'm going to comment here from Adam P. Yeah, he's going to learn to skate then. And uh, I cracked up when I saw actual scalpers. I'm like, dude, I can buy right now vivid seats. LOL. Pony boy Curtis, Grumpy. What do you guys think of old Iron Man Kessel? They're stepping up and coming team cook during the playoffs. Wasn't he with Vegas? Was Kessel with Vegas? I couldn't tell you, Grump. I forgot who he was with. Maybe he wasn't. Well, it's not surprising to me that he's a cook. Hey, man. He, hey, Grumpy. He's a big guy. He knows what he, he does. There's a lot of sampling. That's all I'm saying. Um, and uh, Harry P., Grumpy old man. Lou Lamarillo loves ham and eggs. I bet he does. He is a ham and he loves his ham and eggers. That's ham and eggers. There it is. Um, Grumpy here. Next comment we've got here from Rick Roma. Ham and Eggers. Grumpy stole that line from the greatest manager of all time, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um, actually, Bobby the Brain Heenan used to say that. And what, but it's, I had heard it before, not just from him, but he, he absolutely used it. Ham and Eggers. True. Cooking up dogs and patties between periods for the boys. There it is for Phil Kessel. And Holmstrom is a Lou Ego pick. To show that Lou didn't mess up the draft selection. 
You know what? The more he plays, though, the more you see that, yes, he messed up that selection. Goon Goon Grump. Grumpy, was Don Imus ever truly funny? I never thought he was really funny. My dad thought he was hilarious. I didn't think I didn't think he was funny. Now you got to remember, I'm a Howard Stern guy from way, way, way back. I thought Clint he was Stern show sucked. Absolutely. Well, now it does, but Always back sucks. okay, back in the 1980s, it didn't suck. It was totally different and totally new. And Imus, you know, Imus in the morning. It, I I never thought Imus was that great. I mean, it wasn't bad, but you know. I thought Stern was better. Um, Barry Richmond, Grump. Uh, Austin Matthews was the number one pick overall, so that's not fair. Also, Marner was selected fourth overall, so completely a false equivalency. Well, you know what? I guess the way Lou figures, well, if we don't pick anybody till the 200s, uh, that gets me off the hook. No, I stop pissing away first-round draft picks. I'll say this, too. He's had selections that he's picked later on in drafts on different years, and that have made it up to the NHL in a, in a more in a quick fashion. Um, Just not with us. Alexander said, I think the Islanders need to make a couple moves and possibly get Tarasenko and re-sign Mayfield, bring back Engvold. I think we got a chance here. See, this is the problem. Like Phil's fax gets all these people thinking that we've got a chance. He's the problem. He's no the ringleader, bro. No chance. No chance. No chance. No freaking chance. No chance. We don't have enough cash, and, and we don't have enough available cap space to say we're going to sign back Engvold, Mayfield, and Tarasenko. We just don't have That's what cash. happens when the old man signs everybody to too much term and too much money for old guys. You have nothing moving forward. You, have, you only have $5 million in cap space. You got to sign Mayfield, Varlamov, Engvold, Parise, to me, let them all go. You should have moved them all to the deadline. That's what I would have done. Adam P says, Haha, they can't buy over the counter uh, over the counter allergy medicines. Laughing my effing ass off here. Coach Tommy B said two weeks from the night, the first round of the NHL draft. Yeah, it's odd that it's on a Wednesday. Grump and I were talking. Grump was like, Do they not want to have anybody watch the NHL draft? And I kind of think the same way. Why the hell is the NHL draft on a freaking Wednesday evening? I don't know. Middle of the week. Do they need a work permit to play in the NHL when they're that young? Um, Harry P says, teacher sure doesn't know a lot about cough medicine, eh? Yeah, there you go, Harry. And Maggio, I believe, could be a steal. Maybe. But uh, Alexander, have you ever seen him play? I can't say I've watched any OHL games. And when he goes to the A, I'm going to promise you, I'm not going to be watching any AHL games. So um, Rick Roma says, why does Lou love slow prospects? Do his scouts know that skating does matter? I don't think Lou thinks skating matters. Barry Richmond says, if you suggest that the Islanders are lacking in the talent pool due to trading picks, then yes, Lou has had a, had that philosophy forever regarding letting players overripe. It's not a new thing. No, it's not always true. It's not a new thing. The difference is it looks bad when you give away multiple first-round picks. You're he didn't not- do that. He didn't do that in Toronto. He didn't do that in, in New Jersey. He just does it here because he has no talent because he keeps on pissing away his draft picks. That's why. And it gets the fans off his back. Why aren't you bringing this guy up? Why aren't you bringing this guy up? Oh, you know, we want to make sure they're really, really ready. Why don't you bring Simon Holmstrom up? Because he was a freaking abomination when he came up. 40 games. Five points? I, I mean, yeah, stop. You could have got anybody to do that. Your only number one pick. Only <sighs> one. Mm-mm-mm. 
continuing along there, Grumpy. Alexander says, Ishikov. Ishikov, I believe, is another good one. We hope so, but I don't think he's ever going to get a shot here. We have nothing. Tachami B says, Lou said, I want men and did it during a pride month. We're not going to touch that one, but I get you, Tommy. Yep. Um, same thing with how Lou treated Anatoly Golshev. TJ, that's how Ishikov, Ishikov will end up. What's up, Frank? How are you? TJ Brabovsky was the reason that they got that far. Um, their defense was dog shit. Yep, it was Brabovsky and fantastic, fantastic goal, fantastic goaltending and clutch play from Kachuk. And aggressive, aggressive offensive play. Yep. JP said, good evening all. Ishikov should be playing and get a shot at this point. The philosophy of this franchise is perverted. True. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Harry P says here, Ruslan Ishikov needs to bulk up. Um, his numbers are good, but he gets tossed around like a rag doll in the AHL. Well, there's no physicality in the NHL. He should fit right in. I was about to say, this is the time periods for guys who were undersized and not physical, much higher chance of success for them making the jump now in today's current NHL than it was even a decade ago. John Smith said Kachuk is a beast for playing with a broken sternum. Absolutely. I would take 10 Kachuks on a team over a million Josh Baileys. <laughs> Why did I say Josh Bailey? Because we only have a we only have a finite amount of time to make Josh Bailey jokes, guys. It's like they're running out of style. It's like the, the store has gone on sale on Josh Bailey jokes because he'll be traded this offseason and we'll have no more Josh Bailey maybe, jokes. Today. Maybe. I don't even care if he's not. I don't want to give up assets to move Josh Bailey. Let's I agree with you. Dump him in the minors. Save a million. Yep. I agree. Doesn't matter you. anyway. Um, Tommy Bob says the ideal way to win a Stanley Cup is be good everywhere. Obviously, tough to build that type of team, particularly in the salary cap era. You can't have any superstars then, right? Can't have it. Um, a big team is a rookie. I don't know if Kairu was. Um, uh, Robert M says, sorry. Uh, no, he wasn't. You know, who was Holmstrom? I don't know. Um, I want to know what were, what were Lou's questions that he was asking. Yeah, that he had asked at the, at the end of the season. What questions did he have? Can I get marmalade on that French, to, on, that, uh, on that English muffin? I have no idea. Adam P said, um, what's his face? The Russian on the Blues. Oh, yeah, you're talking about there. Um, the Russian on the Blues, who was or, or who is or was on Vegas this year via the trade deadline. I don't know who you're talking about. Barbashev. Barbashev. Okay, you found Barbashev. Um, JP says here, the Habs are going to the finals during COVID was a farce. Yep. And technically, um, we already had our lightning in a bottle. It was called the COVID year, says Very Drew. true. Very true. Ishikov uh, should have been up the day after Barzi went down, says Robert M. Why not? A creator. Yep. Um, Paul Feinstein, grumpy. TJ just had a great idea next season. Meet me in Dallas for the Islanders versus Stars, and let's freak out Greg Picker from Talking Islanders podcast, the radio guys that talk to fans before the podcast. Does the home, did they go to like the games or something like that? Greg Picker? I don't know. I don't know. I th this is all new to me. 
the amount of interaction we have with other podcasts is unless like we're almost like a pariah and <laughs> yeah, they don't like us they don't like us is the nicest way to put it they don't like interacting with us they don't like sharing the same space as us so in the days. matrix we are like neo <laughs> that's what we are the matrix, so we are we are you know everyone else is mr anderson we are neo who is mr anderson and who is neo neo is oh, god damn really <laughs> I, I seriously don't know i've never seen the matrix Mr. Anderson is like the main computer. He's a computer. It's like a computer program. Okay. Well, Mr. Anderson and Neo, the same thing. It's, uh, oh shit. What the hell is his name? Hugo Weaver played him. God damn it. I forget. I forget. I forget what his name is. You've corrupted me because now I've forgotten. <laughs> Mr. He's the guy who said Mr. Anderson and that's Neo. Neo is Mr. Anderson. I got to watch. Well, human, have you ever even seen The Matrix? No, I was about to say, how long are the movies? Are they pretty quick? Or are they long? Watch the first one. Here's the thing. Why don't you just pirate it off of one of the sites that I have, you know, digital movies on there. You can just watch it right there. Just at your fingertips. Okay. Maybe. Matter of fact, you would be like somebody siphoning off of me, the grumpy old man. I'm you're speaking in fucking riddles right now. That's all right. Are you talking about X? No, you're both the same. Oh, fucking stop. Um, got here. A uh, hill was solid. He did his job. Absolutely. Coach Tommy B B 40 B 40 said the game last night reminded me the last game of the 1991 finals when the penguins destroyed the North stars. Yeah. Penguins are just far superior. And so are the golden Knights. John DeBella says, hello, grumpy and TJ. I wish the Islanders can be an expansion. And start over from scratch with a new GM. So do I. Maybe then I'll see a cup raised on Long Island again. That'd be nice. And then Drew L., grumpy old man. Vegas defense was the equivalent of the Great Wall of China. All Aiden Hill needed to do was make one or two good saves a game, and his defense blocked all of the shots. Exactly. He did not have to be spectacular. He made a couple of big saves, but no. You know, Chris Osgood was an average starter, and he won two cups. I think Chris Osgood was more than average. Wouldn't you say that? All right, a little bit above average, but again, Detroit was just tremendous. Yeah. They were a fantastic overall team. Frank K, grumpy. Uh, what do you consider a fair salary per year for Sorokin based on the fact that it's not the big money guys winning outside of Vasilevsky? I'm giving him maybe no more than $7 million if he's about winning and then he accepts a six and a half to $7 million deal. The problem is even if Sorokin accepted as much less deal, Lou would screw it up. Here's the thing. If I'm Sorokin, I'm going, and I'm any NHL player, I'm going where I can make the most money. Why? Because your career is short. The years you can, your maximum earning potential is finite. You get a chance to make big money, you have to do it. Have to. Sure. And I, if he says, if Lou tries to lowball him, hey, we'll give you a six and a half per because we're giving uh, Varlamov the backup three and a half million. Some ridiculous tripe like that. No, sorry. I mean, I I have no I, I that's why he never bothered me when Tavares left. Never did. Never did. It's his option, his choice. You become a free agent, you can do whatever you want. You don't have to tell the team what you're gonna do. GM needs to be smarter though. 
I don't blame Tavares at all. I blame Garth Snow for that. Always have, always will. Rick Romagrump. You guys are making my point. Build a great team, and you don't have to spend $10 million a year on a goalie who could go tits up at any time. Okay. Do you know how far away we are from having a great team? If we, I'm going to say, if we were having a great team, we're probably we're like 10 plus years away from doing something like that. I'm saying we're 10 or 11 players away from having a great team. That's how far away we are. We can't score. Our defense is shoddy. Other than that, we're a great team. <laughs> oh, man. Coach Tommy B says Crawford was good. Flurry was great. Quick was insanely good. Yeah, yes. the likelihood of you winning a cup with a great goalie is more than winning with a decent or a, an average. So, like, again, like, our to win a cup, you want to have as many things that can possibly contribute to your team's success as possible and your chance to win a cup. Having a great goalie only helps. It doesn't hurt. Do you want to know whose name you're never going to see on a Stanley Cup? Tristan Jari, ever. Because yep. he sucks. There's a difference between serviceable and sucks. You go, Grumpy. B40. Goalies today are so cookie cutter that they're pretty much interchangeable. Not true. Not true. Not true. No. I don't think you watch some of the goalies that the Islanders play against where they're just hard. Uh, Adam P says, TJ and Grump, I was on a road trip with my dad in December, the Arizona Vegas back to back. The Islanders won that game. I think Bailey had a goal that night. And I don't remember thinking, wow, Vegas will win a cup. Of course, a lot changed from December. That's right. It's a long season. You got to peak at the right time. John D says, Ilya needs to stay. I can't believe people are saying get rid of him. We'll regret that if it happens. Absolutely. Because guess what? You don't make the playoffs anymore. There'll be no more playoff trips without Ilya Sorokin. Zero. Zero playoff trips. He single-handedly won, what, about 10 games last year? I'd agree uh, with that. All right. Let's be, let's be conservative. Six. We made the playoffs by, what, two points? Yep. Yeah. Frank says here, once again, I'll say it. It's BS that the expansion teams get to pick great players from all teams due to the fact that you can't restructure bad contracts. That has to change. When you're paying $150 million for a franchise, you're going to have, I mean, you know, every team only lost one guy, one guy. You're talking about the number nine guy on our team, unless you're the Islanders, of course, because we're going to protect Matt Martin and guys of that ilk. But you're talking about the number nine guy and you only have to lose one guy, one freaking guy or 10 players. You can even up, up to 10, right? A goaltender and, you know, it depends on if you want defensemen, if you want forwards, whatever it is. If you're, if you think you're getting a great player out of number nine and 10 on a roster, you're not. Drill said the clearest thing is that Robin Leonard could have been the one hoisting the cup if he didn't decide to own a snake farm. No, he still gets a ring, but he was injured. The back injury, the, the snake farm, hopefully he wasn't like I injured my back or I injured my body because I was hoisting so many snakes. Um, Watch what Aiden Hill looks like next year, says John. Yep, that's true. Uh, and dude, flurry and quick one, multiple cups. They are Hall of Famers. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And Frank, um, have the Knights even had one bad season? Seattle's really good too. No, the Knights have been pretty solid throughout. Both teams also had the advantage of knowing they were going to be a franchise like two years before. So they had their infrastructure in place. And they were able to scout the league and look at certain type of plays. They knew what they wanted to build, how they wanted it to be. And that's how you get guys. I mean, the best players were not plucked off of teams. 
Sure. They pick guys that, okay, this fits the mold of what we want to do. Seattle went all defense, right? And Vegas went mostly uh, forward group when they picked. And they both got good. Well, uh, Vegas got a good goalie in flurry. I mean, that was an extent. They made deals. They also made deals to not pick certain guys. So they were getting first-round draft picks as well. It's it's called smart management. If it's Lou Lamarillo, he just would have picked the oldest guys there were who made the most freaking money, and he would have traded all his draft picks away. That's what would have happened. Oh, man. That's just <laughs> grumpy. Um, got another comment here from Phil S. Grumpy. TJ, you're spot on. The way we're structured, structured, Sorokin is essential. The strength of our power play, we can leave it at that. Yep. Thanks there, Phil. And then Coach Tommy B said, more often than not, um, a team with a very good goalie or better gives you a better chance to win a cup. Absolutely. Jim Good says, is it safe to assume that Sunax is right now hard at work brushing up on topics that will be discussed for tomorrow night? No, nope. we're going to see the flash tonight. Little advanced, a little advanced screening of the flash. Matthew C says, "When does Malkin sell the team? Three years? John Car, John Collins invested in the team. Why? Don't know. That's interesting, though. Property Brothers are going to be selling this team in time. It's I, I firmly believe that. Pittsburgh is going to get Winnipeg's goalie, Connor Huddlebuck. Watch out! Watch out!" B40 says, I'm not going to lie. I thought Pullen was going to be a good goalie. But that's the thing, though. So it is like when you find the goalie who is that guy, you don't want to just give him up for freaking nothing because there's a lot of guys who look, oh, they can be. Tristan Jari used to look like he could be the guy. So did Casey DeSmith. So did. There are so many guys who look like Upopekalupanen. All these guys look like, oh, man, they show promise. They're young. I think this guy has what it takes. In reality, most of them don't. How many great goaltenders are in the league? A handful. Uh, all right. How many above average goaltenders are there? 20? Maybe 20? 15, 16? Sure. That's not a whole lot. Those teams all make the playoffs, by the way. Yep, because they got a fantastic goalie. I'd be interested. Maybe we'll do that for some other show during the summer. Looking up the goaltender, the starting goaltenders, who which team made the playoffs and which team didn't. Because I think you're going to see good goaltending on the teams that make playoffs. Thomas Rudy says, so we saw last night what can happen in six years. Where will the Islanders be in six years? Just starting. We'll be probably three years into a full rebuild. Right? We got some core guys we'll keep around probably. Dobson, Pelik, Pulak, Romanoff, um, Matty B, Sorokin, Horvat. That's about it. Everybody else will be gone. Everybody else will be gone. Everyone else on this team will be gone by then. That's what's going to happen. Everyone else on this team, besides the guys I just mentioned, will be gone. Hard to believe. That's why you move them whenever you get a chance. What the hell is this even? I I don't even know what's going on here. Congratulations on the White Cloud Indigenous Pride. What the hell does that mean? And uh, we can't. Uh, yeah, we can discuss. Got to um, get off the mushrooms, Pony Boy. Stop eating the mushrooms, please. I'm worried about you. I don't know what's going on. The comments are all over the place today. B40 says here, Lee's fans must be losing their minds about Vegas winning right now. LOL. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. 
And um, Pony Boy says, like, if they were able to get through the season and win the cup on like 15 backup goalies, why the F are they paying him five million? Yeah. Um, good time he said, Grumpy, here you go. He'll play solid, which is above his head for his usual play. Give him credit, he stepped up. Yeah, but he wasn't sensational. He's not the reason why they won. He he did a service just like Darcy Kemper last year. I didn't think he's the reason why Colorado won. Colorado's just way better than all the other teams. It happens. You don't think that uh, Edmonton would kill for a stud goaltender? That's why they lost. They don't have. They a goal. didn't have a good enough goaltender because their defense isn't great, but their offense is phenomenal. If they had, if they had Sorokin, they would have won the cup this year. But they had Skinner in that and uh, Campbell. They both suck. Or was it Markov? It doesn't matter. They all suck. They're crappy goaltenders. You give up seven goals a game. It means your goaltending's not good enough. Yep. Gotta have gotta have a goalie who's gonna stand on his head and make the saves when need. Um, Rick Roma grumpy. Markstrom went from Vesna runner up to dud. Ottinger was went from playoff legend to loser this year. Olmark went to Vesna this year, and he lost his job to Swayman. He did not lose his job to Swayman. Um, he will Olmark will win the Vesna. He was hurt at the end of the year. Ottinger was not great. He was great in some games and bad in others. You're going to try to tell me you would get rid of Ottinger? I wouldn't. Rick Romer says very fickle position in today's NHL goaltenders. It's really tough to get a goaltender who's spot on all the time. Yeah. And then you got to hear a comment. Um, does TJ know who Dick Clark was? Yeah. Rockin' New Year's Eve with Dick Clark. Is there anything else that he did? He actually, he did uh, quite a number of things. But the first thing he was famous for, do you have any idea what it is? No. American Bandstand. I don't know what the hell that is. Oh, oh my God. Never heard of American Bandstand? No. It's on Saturday mornings at 12 o'clock. I assume it was music. Bandstand, bandstand. They had all the music groups come out there, lip sync a couple of songs. It's a dancing show. Then right after that was Soul Train with Don Cornelius. Gungun says Sorokin is a Vesna finalist. Will he make us proud? He's not winning Vesna this year. No, he won't. You know what I think of when you think Don Cornelius? I think of that guy where it was like, um, oh. From uh, the what the hell is that Christmas time movie? Rudolph, Cornelius Blue, or whatever the hell he is with his little axe. What's his name? Cornelius, Cornelius Blue. I don't know. Cornelius something. My God! Again, you're, you've embarrassed yourself. I don't know how many times in the last couple of minutes here. Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. That was Cornelius funny. Blue. Cornelius needed the money. Bill says, Grump and TJ, would you support bringing back Bellows? I was at a game on UBS and he scored a jaw dropping goal, a one off. I don't know. Um, I think his time is. I don't. His thing. They don't like him. Lou Lamarillo hated him because of the steroid thing that he got popped for, and he never gave him a shot. One thing that's vindictive, old bastard. If you don't tow the company line, or you know, you have a mind of your own, or something happens, you are cut loose. Look what happened to Robin Salo. Yeah. Right. Speak, say, I don't like Bridgeport. Well, you're going to be fucking God. staying there until the unforeseen. You're going to be staying there for the first time. Hosang. Buddy. Wild. Wild won't get the shot. Hosang says, you know, hey, they, you know, whatever. They didn't like him. Anders Lee didn't like him. I'm sorry. I, you can't be vindictive and be a good general manager. 
You don't have to get along with everybody on your team. You just got to feel you just got to ice the best team possible if you want to win. Frustrating. Frustrating. And now here's the thing too I'll say about uh Kiefer Bellows. We already have enough players. Like if we didn't have an Anders Lee or now Bull Horvat, a, a, a guy like Kiefer Bellows is a player like that. Where he kind of fills the role of, hey, he needs to be somewhat physical. He needs to go ahead and, and to, to get to the dirty spots. He needs gotta to be a guy who redirects. Physical, physical. We got to get physical. Let's get into physical. When you hear my body talk, my body talk. You know who sang that song, TJ? It was, um, oh, we shit. Talked about it just a couple of weeks ago. Mariah Carey, right? Wrong. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I thought it was the person who was in Paula Abdul, right? No, oh, no, she, she said was in Greece. Workout. Uh, uh, uh. That's right. She was in workout. Olivia Newton John. Oh fuck! I don't know who the hell Olivia Newton John. She was in is. Greece. She um, doesn't know Olivia Newton John either. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, you need. Have you ever seen the movie Greece? No, and I don't like. I don't fucking want to watch Greece. I don't like that bastard actor. Whoever the hell he is, I don't like. John Travolta. Him. I do not like John Travolta. Why not? He's a nice guy. I met him. Don't like him. I don't fucking like him. I don't like what he looks. I don't like the I just don't like I just don't like the guy. I don't want to tell you. I don't like John John Travolta. I don't like him. He's Sorry. A, he's, a, he's a very nice he's a very nice man. Great, right. but I don't fucking like him. Why don't you like him? I just don't like him because you like him so much. I don't like him. You always I didn't say I like him so much. I say he's a nice man, is all I said. You never shut the hell up about him for years and years and years. I'm like, yeah, I hate this fucking bastard. I never fucking met him, but I don't like him. You need to watch Grease. God Almighty! You know That's what? I'll add, fever. I'll okay. add that to the list. Okay. Rick Roman says said Schmidt had a shutout in Game Five and Seven. He was really good in Game Seven. Uh, did you really think the Rangers had a? Sh- I mean, what were the scores of those games? I don't even know. TJ, look up the scores. I'll get to the next comment. Oh, says, oh my God. Oh, look up the scores. Look them up. Look them up. Do your job as whatever it is you do over there. Adam P says, I think the Canes hold on. Um, That days goes back to their Whaler days. Um, I don't think so, but here's the thing. The numbers are so stark. That's why we just picked the last 20. Tommy B says, your thoughts on the Rangers hiring Peter Laviolette. That's where we all thought he was going to go to begin with. Then we heard maybe Hines and Patrick Waugh, and they went back to Peter Laviolette. Now, if you listen to Phil, uh, Peter Laviolette, he does not like him as a coach because he knows how to handle the Islanders. So I guess that's like four games that the Islanders will lose next year to the Rangers. Five. They wound up winning four nothing and six nothing in those games. Yeah. So it's not like one nothing. You know, when you're blowing a team out, who cares? Um, Thomas B., uh, says, gents, I read where Lou said he's not worried about the speed of the team. Yeah, what a joke. I haven't read or heard one neutral observer claim the Islanders don't need to get faster. Lou is delusional. Well, he's saying team speed, which is moving the puck, moving the puck with speed. Does anyone think the Islanders do that? Because they don't. They only have one guy on defense who's able to do that, Noah Dobson. And how many guys on the offense? Engvall, maybe? And Barzell? That's it. That's it. Frank from Empire State says, Sorokin better not will take less money to compensate for his horrible GM and help his team. Yeah, why would he do that? He's a professional athlete. He's there to get as much money as he can. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If you're Sorokin and you see how he pisses the money away on ham and eggers. Great. Like Andrews Andrews Lee. Is coming, a big payday is coming my way. 
Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm not taking a penny less than I deserve. Tariq. Lamarillo said, Noah Sugars from too much expectation placed on him. Oh, Noah Suffolk from too much expectation on him. Do you agree with Lamarillo's assessment? In my opinion, Noah has to improve this season. I think he has to improve as well. If he has a, first of all, he should be with Adam Pellick. Don't put him with another guy who's 21 years old, 22 years old. Don't put him with a guy who's 45 years old. And don't put him with a guy who can't move. He's not been put in the best chance, best place to succeed. Put him with Adam Pellick. You'll see a totally different Noah Dobson. We won't hear shit from anybody. If you put him with Adam Pellick, that's what you need to do. He does not need to play with Romanov because Romanov's a freaking loose cannon out there defensively. He takes the priority of let me go ahead and throw a bone crushing body check instead of playing my position. Rick Roma Grump. But aren't you making my point? You're saying all better teams beat the great goalies. So why invest one? No, that's not what we're saying. So why invest in one eighth of your cap on a goalie? Deep talented teams are greater than great goalies. Um, I think that's fair to say deep talented teams. How many of them are there in the salary cap era? And they don't stay together very long. Goaltender is always going to be there. You lock up your goaltender. Always going to be there. Frank here, grumpy. Sorokin is a gentleman and a true great when he takes less money. I hope Andrews is ashamed of himself. Uh, I don't know. I'm just Scott Mayfield. No way he should stay here. If they said, well, hey, Scott, you know, we know you like it here. So we'll give you a below market deal. Screw that shit. This is his last contract. He got a He got a nice. He gave a nice company discount to the team years ago. He's got to cash in this year. And I don't blame him. I love Scott Mayfield. He's got to cash in. Has to. Yeah, I don't blame him. Um, and good one, Adam. There, uh, Rick Sorokin will take five to six. Oh my God, no! Absolutely not, not happening. If Sorokin takes six million dollars a year, he should fire his agent. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Red Mazda, fourth generation. Growth. You think it's realistic? We could actually get the Brinket. Not now. Have nothing to trade to get him. Nothing. You pissed everything away at the deadline as usual. Overpaid for Bo Horvat, who I like, by the way, and I think he'll be better next year. But you gave up way too much for a guy you could have had as a UFA at the end of the year. For people who say, well, he never would have signed here. Well, why trade for him then? You could have traded for Debrinkat, who's younger and puts the puck in the net. Mm. Um, boy says, boys, as much as you like to shit on our boys in orange and blue, let's look at the real losers of the 22-23 season. The freaking Rangers, look what they gave up. Look how how did they look, how far they got. Yeah. yeah. Ranger season was a fail, no doubt about it. Yep. But awesome. would you rather would you rather have the Rangers roster or the Islanders roster? Rather have the I'd rather have the Rangers roster. So would I? We asked that question three years ago, three or four years ago. We asked that question. Jim Carrey, the pet detective goalie. I like it. I tell you, I tell you. Frank says, um, "How are you, Pony Boy?" Hey, Frank, do that on your own time. Rob uh, G says, "If Sorokin doesn't get hurt in his career." For any long stint, he will be on that list too. Oh man, uh, you know, I, I think that Sorokin can be. I think he's probably the best, most talented goalie the Islanders have had ever. Yes, without a doubt, without a doubt. All I know is Sorokin was playing for Vegas. His save percentage would be like a ninety-four to ninety-five percent, maybe yeah. even better than that. Wow, Tom Brasso. Yeah, there you go. I tell you. Um, fucking pathetic boys. As much as we shit all over the team that we love, 
We just can't spend one podcast, one entire effing podcast, breaking down shit all over the rags. Effing pathetic season. Yeah, the Rangers, I mean, like, they, they had a miserable season. But, like, if I'm a Rangers fan, at least they have some optimism. Because I think about, hey, we do have, we had so many draft picks that we accumulated. We went through the bad, shitty time. We have players that we think we can build around. Now we have young prospects we could trade away for the right pieces to win us a cup. Do they make the trades for the right pieces? I don't know. I don't think the Rangers are close to winning a cup. I just don't. They got the goaltender who they're going to have to pay in a couple of years. I don't think their defense is good enough. I just, I don't know. I just, and here's the thing. They will be better with Peter LaViolette. They will absolutely be a better team with Peter LaViolette. They'll be a better defensive team with Peter LaViolette. They need a defensive defenseman in the worst way. How about Scott Mayfield going there? Think about that. He can stay living where he's living and, you know, but hey, I got a chance to win a cup. I just don't think the Rangers are there. I I just don't. I Devils are real da- Devils are damn good. Devils need a goalie. Devils need a goalie. Yeah, they do. How did how did Schmid look for as great as he looked against the Rangers? How did he look against Carolina? Not too good. Um, I'm trying to Got get blown you. out of the water, as I remember. You guys think the media is gonna is gonna be done slurping off Paul Maurice's slong anytime soon about you know how they how they finally that they finally lost? Yeah, did you happen to hear the um, the interview, the post game presser that he had? No, I listened to a little bit of it. I'm like, I I, I just I fucking hate Paul Maurice. We can put that up on screen real quick because I feel like that would be fun to listen to, Grumpy. Um, I'll let you continue reading through comments here. Um. Okay, you got one more. That's a, that's a question here. Was I'm going to try to put up all the questions. Was this season truly a success of the in the mind of Paul Maurice, or was it the ripple effect of Joel Quinville? Is the slurping of Maurice unwarranted, and should it be attributed to the hard work of his somebody predecessor? Um, here's the thing. I don't. I don't think Paul Maurice is a great coach. If Florida had Joel Quinville, I think they would have won the Stanley Cup. Maybe even last year. Joel Quinville is a great, and I mean great coach. He was able to turn that Morbund franchise around in two years. He's tremendous. Here is, now they're talking about, oh, it's such absolute class from Paul Maurice. I haven't listened to it. I want to listen to it, see what they think here. It's not up. Thank you for letting me know because I always forget which podcast we're on. Okay, here we go. Perfect. A hell of a run for the Florida Panthers, even though it didn't end the way that you guys wanted to. Uh, You've been around for a minute, Paul. Um, What has this year meant to you as a coach? You get cynical when you get old, right? Pro sports makes sometimes makes that happen. The game is wonderful. It's beautiful. But the best part about sports, for all the things that you want your kids to learn when you put them in sports, for all the, for all the great character stories, we're all in that room this year from training camp on. We're casual with our words sometimes, but that group of guys loves each other every day. The way they treat each other 
completely destroyed any cynicism I might have about pro sports. It was absolutely, I don't even necessarily feel that I was a part of it, but it was a wonderful thing to be a spectator of and to see it every day. So it was at the very least profession affirming for me. Well, thank you for this. And congratulations on what was a hell of a story and an incredible run by your team. Thank you. Yeah. First thing I thought was Jackie Redmond looks hot as hell. Um, <laughs> her makeup, I mean, it looks like she wants to go out with Paul Maurice the way she was looking at him. Um, I, she was me, smittenly at him, huh, Grumpy? She was looking at him kind of, hey, Paulie, how you doing? How you doing? How are you old, doing? I got all duded up for you, buddy. Um, I don't know. I don't have any problem with what he said. Neither do I, but he I'm took like a philosophical approach. Um, you know what? Good for him. Here's the thing. Remember, he left Winnipeg because he was totally burned out there, right? Yeah. Left midseason and came back here to Florida. He's just in a different place in his life. You can tell. I think he's at peace with himself. Good for him. Good for him. I don't have a problem. Matter of fact, it makes me I'm kind of not that they that they lost, but I'm happy that they had some type of success. I still don't think he's a great coach, but he seems like a very nice man. Tommy yeah. Baffy says Severson, eight years, six point two five million. That's ridiculous for Severson. Just ridiculous. One really good season, right? Ridiculous. Probably early tonight, you said you were here to help. I appreciate that. So on Friday, should I order eggs Benedict or an omelet? I don't need eggs. So uh I would say probably go with the omelet. Uh, Vinny Smith says new owner gonna going to shake things up. Not for the Islanders. It's not going to. <laughs> I'd love to see him do it. I'd love that guy to come in here and say, you know what? He's the guy who's kind of running the hockey operation sides of things. I'd love that, and just let the mascot and Malkin do what they do best. The mascot and Malkin. Oh, good gracious, Grumpy. Guys, uh, I, Ponyboy Curtis says, guys, I saw Bailey acting oh. in an. No, Grumpy. Pony Boy's off the freaking walls today, Grumpy. You can keep reading that shit, but he's off the walls today. Oh, that is a little bit off the walls. You put Pony Boy back up. Okay. Yeah, well, you were reading it, Grump. Well, you told me not to, so I stopped. JP says, Lord Stanley of Preston is rolling in his grave with 30 years of Southern and Southwestern U.S. Series winning this trophy. I'll tell you what, you know who's happy as hell? Gary Bettman. Yep. He wants to spread. And here's the thing. He has spread hockey throughout the country. The biggest problem hockey has is you can't play it everywhere. You can't play it. You can't like baseball. You could play, you know, any field, basketball, any schoolyard. You can play basketball, ba uh, you know, football. Anytime there's a field hockey, you got to be able to skate. Yep. That's, that's, that's what makes it so difficult. That's why it won't be the, you know, the number one sport. It'll always be number four in the United States. And it's unfortunate because it's a great sport. Love hockey. It is, Grump. It is. Um, and JP, Grumpy. What's the probability of zero franchises from Canada going 30 years without winning a cup? Got to be less than one-tenth of 1%. One I think it's 100%. Lou, 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 Lou. Yeah, there we go. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe now that the cup is done, the Islanders will announce a new GM hiring from one of those teams and Lou becomes president and no power. Please, God, please do not get your hopes up. Yeah, not happening. Sorry, man. He's minority owner, controls only the business side. That could be problematic. Yeah, point of bird, Curtis Grump. I'm just, just real second. I want real quick. Let's say he's a penny pincher guy. They want him to cut expenses. That could be a problem. Could absolutely be a problem. 
The other guys gave Lou carte blanche. Whatever you want, you get. Why would you bring in a guy to handle the business side? Mm. Losing money, perhaps? Maybe. Ponyboy says, boys, you got to say, if the Yotes relocate, they should for sure go to Anchorage. No, no. Tell me that wouldn't be badass. No one would go. Keep it in the U.S., far northern market, maybe Hawaii. I wouldn't. I mean, could you imagine a team? It's just like the time difference and the travel would be nuts, but it'd be pretty nice to play in Hawaii. I can only imagine what it would cost to keep that ice, you know, a good surface. Johnny Mac, he sent me a text. I'm sorry, Johnny Mac. I have not had a chance to read. He says, TJ, I landed in Boston and I made the podcast. Come on, TJ. Where's your professionalism? It's out the door. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Storm Chase Mike Grumpy. Hey, hey, TJ and Grumpy. I feel vindicated now that all Florida teams are toast. Grump, come to Bucky's. They have better beverages than big gulps. Bucky's. I can't go to the gas station. I, for, thank goodness there are no gas stations here. You don't like Bucky's Grumpy? It's, it's a gas station. It's more than it's a gas a, station. It's a style it, of life. It's Grumpy. not a gas station. Hey, nice bathrooms. Really nice. Really clean. The people are nice. Um, it's a gas station. It's a glorified gas station. It's Johnny, a gas station, Grumpy says. Um, here we, oh, hold on. Frank, hold on. Frank says, um, oh, wait, first of all, oh, okay, no. Go about the pony boy. He's skipping some of these good comments. Boy, okay, I'll read this one. Grumpy, oh, man, you got to do some show solo. TJ set up the tech for your dad so it's easier. It's like trying to... Uh, it's there's only so much help I can. TJ provide. does not want to release any power. <laughs> He's a megalomaniac. Ponyboy says, "Boys, get Gil Martin back on the pod. He agrees with a lot of the shit y'all say." Yeah, I got to remember to message him. Okay, Gil Martin, gotcha. Johnny Max says, "Grump, I'm in Foxborough this weekend. I'll look for your boyfriend's T-shirt." No, oh, Jesus. The God. people's champion is who he's talking about. <sighs> Val Kulo goes, it seems the owners don't care about the fans. We agree. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, Frank says, LOL Pony, the governor of Connecticut keeps saying he wants the Yotes in Hartford, but that'll never happen. Bring back the whale. I think a Canadian city should get a team. That's what I think. Free thinker, 14, Grumpy. New York blank will have a better season next year. The Islands Rangers. I agree. Rangers, no doubt about Rangers. it. Now they have a legitimate coach. Peter Laviolette's a good coach. Won a Stanley Cup. It's a good coach. Been oh, around man. the block more than a few times. Are you saying that Gerard Gallant was not a real coach? I think Gerard Gallant gets you to here. I don't think he's a guy who puts you over the top. Okay. And I think he's good with younger guys. I do. I think he's a he's a player coach without a doubt. Curtis said, boys, how much money roughly was spent on bottles, hose, strippers, blow, liquor, and other substances, and more naked hose uh, by Vegas in the last 24 hours? More Just give the, a rough estimate is what he says. More than the GDP of some third world countries. Oh, God almighty. Jeez, uh, I'll tell you, Ponyboy's off the freaking whales tonight. Ponyboy's off the rails today. He is. TJ, you should get a tattoo of a squash bug on the bottom of your foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, man. Um, uh, I'm trying to see here. I'm trying to see what types of questions we have here. It's we got a lot of comments here pouring through. We got a lot of Coke stories. Um, there's no Coke stories that will be talked about. 
Um, the Flamingos were a great doo-wop band for what it's worth since we're alluding to doo-wop. Doo-wop was good, man. Doo-wop was good. It was happy music. You listen to music. Music's not even music today. I don't even want to get too much on the music thing, but it's not even music. Eh, back in my day, they made music much better than they make music now. Isn't that right? Greg? Music used to be happy. Yeah. I don't need to ha- hear about hoes. Money and, and hoes, Grumpy. That's what I want to hear about when I'm listening. It's like, music. no, stop. Money. It just lack money. creativity. Uh, Jay says, Jay period says, I voted Zeker for the body. Bobby Nice from Warby certainly deserves something for dragging around the dead weight of Martin and Clutterbuck. Honorable mention to Sorokin and Nelson. Okay. Drew L. Grumpy. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Whoa, TJ. No need to give your father the middle finger. Respect your elders, bitch. <laughs> See, people don't realize TJ's a freaking tyrant. Ah. Absolutely. I'm nothing but nice. Oh, bullshit. Stop. See? Our Marshall said, the four definitely has improved his skating from the beginning of the season uh, to the end. Just not good enough yet. John Smith, Grumpy. Cussell has three cups. Not bad for a cook. Hey, not bad at all. Oh, we got another one of these memes here from Drew. It says, the Islanders never said I fan base once TJ gets home from his vacation. I miss you. Sandy misses you. Even Squidward misses you. <laughs> I guess some fans don't miss me quite at all. <laughs> oh, nailed it. Okay. Fuck. No, I, like, okay, I'm I'm reading some of this. There's these. a comment at 914 that just has to be put up. Okay, I'm. Geez. I don't Bucky's, know if you could figure it out. Speaking of food, Bucky's for the win. I like these, like these comments here. Okay, boy, serious question: Would you rather have sex with a girl who's very un, un unattractive? She's ugly, with the nastiest girl you've ever seen in your life. Armpit hair, eye patch, missing patches of hair, peg leg, but. She is uh, an animal in the sheets and knows how to get down. Because I, I just, I, I can't. I, would you have sex with an ugly lady, Grumpy, if they are, make great sexual pleasures in the bedroom? I, I guess it's a philosophy thing. I'll let, I'll let, I'll let the the listening public determine what they want to do. Pony boy, we're gonna, pony boy. The questions today are just nuts, but I guess it's the off season, right? This is. I don't know when he described that. I just smelled something that I'm like, no. I'm going to go with the beauty queen. Sorry. Beauty he just queen. described her as being like, just no. Yeah. Just like there's a little odor going on that I don't want to touch. No. Nick D, grumpy. Phil Kessel trolled Toronto last night in an interview with Jackie Redmond from the NHL Network. Good for him. He's having fun. He's at the tail end, right? Just about done. Yeah. I wonder if Mayfield will end up with the Panthers. I could see he would work really well for the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. I would have traded for Barbashev instead of Bo Horvat. I would have been a cheaper and it would have been an actual hole filled. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't solve your problems. We're, we're not a Bo Horvat or a Barbashev away from being a, a true contender. We're just not. We're a long ways away. Coach Tommy Bisa was what's even dumber about the NHL draft is rounds two through seven on a Thursday afternoon. What the I mean, f- no one no one is gonna watch that. Why? No. Why? Well, here's the one thing. We don't have to worry about, hey, you know, missing out on all the Islanders draft picks because we've pretty much traded all those away. That's true. Harry P said the NHL draft is on a Wednesday, so Grump can watch TV during the podcast. Ah, there it is. 
TJ, you said that the Howard Stern show sucked. I thought you were a fan of the Beetlejuice work before. Beetlejuice's work. Yeah, I did like Beat. There's like a little certain segments I like, but I'm not a fan. I like, okay, with what, when you figure out who Howard actually was, I hate all of his old shit because he's just a lying piece of shit. He pretended to be, he, he <laughs> LARPed. He tried to live action role play as the everyday man, and he just wasn't. He never was. And he, he tried to act like he was, but he was just masquerading as that, and he's not. Here's what happened. He used to rail against Imus for the same things that he does now. Exactly. And, but here's that's what happens when you become so successful. You change or you think about things differently. And he became so successfully turned into Imus. Period. Sometimes yeah, there what do they say? Uh sometimes you live your you live too long or you see yourself become the villain. He married this he married, you know, the model, he got rid of his wife, married the model. Just all that shit. Everything he did was something that Imus did before him. He turned into Imus. Yep. And you know what? I don't care. It do doesn't matter to me. Who's more Boy says, who is more useful in the postseason than this year, Kessel or Bailey? Uh, Kessel. Bailey doesn't know how to cook. He teach how to need and do algebra, but he can't cook. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Kyle Dubis is a clown, says Helen Yeller. Um Pittsburgh, I think, also signed um, from Toronto, uh, Spezza. Jason Spezza, okay. To be assistant GM or something like that. Uh, watch out for Pittsburgh. If no. they get a goalie, Pittsburgh blows us away next year. Helen Yellow said the Islanders need Phil Kessel. Trade us a second-round pick for him. Oh, back up to Helen Yeller's trolling ways. Um, I'm just kidding, he says. He or she says. Um, real question is Phil Kessel going to get the Hall of Fame? No. Maybe. I don't think so. Wins three Stanley Cups, scored a lot of goals, was good in the playoffs with Pittsburgh. Never John Smith says, never seen the Matrix. Did Grump raise you locked in a basement? Wow. No, TJ's just, he's freaking weird, man. That's all I can say. Hey, you want to watch a movie? Nah, I got to go over here and, uh, you know, braid my earwax hair. I don't know. Just weird, this guy. Yeah, that's what I do. Helen Yeller said 992 career points for Phil Kessel. Make it. He'll make it. Grumpy. Um, Nick D. TJ, watch The Matrix. All three of them are great. Um, I don't know about that. TJ, follow the white rabbit. TJ, do you know to take the red pill and see the actual world the way it is or the green pill to get back to your normal list? I think, was it the green pill or the blue pill? The blue pill. The red pill or the blue pill? I do know about that meme. Absolutely. Um, Guys, I've watched two of uh, two of my favorite movies, Rounders and Let It Ride. Have you seen it? I've seen Rounders. Um, I don't think I've seen Let It Ride. I've seen Rounders. All right. Phil Kessel better than Matt Barzal. Oh wow, that was from <laughs> Phil Kessel. Jesus. Um, TJ, if a mast, if a ski mast hoodlum criminal had a gun to your head and demanded that you name seven harry potter characters or he'd shoot you in the head no google no help from grump could you survive oh this one you got to do right now harry potter good my, do i have to name first and last names or just first names no get i can do this i can definitely do yeah. this all Absolutely. Right, say. Do this. all right okay harry potter hermione granger ron weasley severus snape elvis Dumb alvis dumbledore what's his name alvis dumbledore it's not that. alvis 
Elvis Dumbledore. It's not Elvis. There's only one freaking Elvis. <laughs> Something Dumbledore. Albus. Albus. Okay, Elvis was pretty fucking close. I'm taking Albus. It was wrong. It was Cedric wrong. Diggory, the guy who died. Um. Oh come on! Stop! Come stop, on. stop! 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 Uh, Mad Eye Moody. There we go. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. living, ladies and gents. I'm surviving. What about, I will survive. What about Voldemort? Will, oh yeah, Voldemort. Voldemort. Tom Riddle. I will survive. Um, I will like, survive. Drew says, you know what's funny? Speaking of movies, Grumpy, have you seen The Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone, Sandra Bullock, and Wesley Snipes? Yes, I have. The cancel culture atmosphere applies so well to that movie. It absolutely does. Is that the comment you wanted to read at 914? No, that was 935. The 914 comment was something from Phil. Um, uh, hold on. Phil chimed in? Yeah. Or no, somebody said something about Phil. 914. TJ's been sheltered way too much. TJ likes Tom Selleck. I don't know who Tom Selleck is. Oh, God damn. Magnum <laughs> P.I. He had the mustache. You're both hilarious. Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta bit. Thanks for the laughs. It's not a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says they both they both suck. Oh, God. Um, Hold on. Let me see if I can find that thing from Phil. Phil I guess that's Florida 26 to 12 in five games. Here it is from Tommy Baffey at 914. He says, Phil said if Barry Trotz was our coach... We would have won the cup. He's just a professional troll. You can't I believe any of this dumb shit he says. I told you that. Wasn't Travolta possibly or partially responsible for his son's death? Um, he's a uh, a Scientologist, and they don't believe in hospitals or uh, yeah. Fuck this guy. I know why it's a reason why I always hate John Travolta. He's a Scientologist. Mm -mm. Okay. So, and his son had some type of seizure. And you wound up dying from it. So I mean, it's sad. It's a it's a sad thing. But you know, you can be corrupted by, and you know, Scientology for celebrities is great. They kiss your ass. They want a lot of Hollywood people are Scientologists because they live in you know fantasy land, and they you know they just so they get whatever the hell they want. Crew Tom Cruise is a damn Scientologist. He's not. It's not like the others. Not like the regular rank and file either. Oh man, I tell you. Um I'm just jumped all the way down here. Agree, Grumpy. Music. music used to feature musicians. It really sucks with what's left out. Actually, no one no one can play an instrument, no one can sing. Nothing. Ian Malloy says this offseason is success in my book if they trade into the first round and trade for a wingers with talent but are unproven. Resign Sorokin, start cutting clutter, Bailey, Martin, and Lee. It's not gonna happen. It's just not. We're not going to do anything. We're going to have the same team back next year. Same team. The old man even said so. We want to re-sign all of our UFAs. Breaking Bad versus Ozark, boys. Which comes out on top, TJ? I've only seen Breaking Bad. I watched a few episodes of Ozarks. I like the actor, Jason Bateman. Bateman. I'll, I'll save you the agony of messing that up, too. <laughs> I like Jason Bateman as an actor. I think he's funny. But I like Breaking Bad. It's I, not I've a comedy. It's absolutely not a comedy role for him. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Watch like an episode. It's something about money laundering. That's yes. Ozark. That's what Ozark is. Yes. I was about to say, I watched like a one episode or something. And I was like, Oh, okay. It was good. Uh, it got a little ridiculous towards the end, but it was, it was pretty good. I hated Laura Linney in that movie. Just she's so stupid. Marty. He plays Marty bird. 
Um, seemed like he had all his shit together and she just kept on fucking it up. It just bothers me. Uh, Brett says, you don't know who Tom Selleck is. Grumpy, what rock did he grow up under? Yeah, I mean, he's a freaking loser, man. I told you that already. Oh, man. Grumpy, we're here yeah. at the end. Oh, we okay. skipped through a whole bunch of comments. I don't know. I got I got lost in a mix. A lot of people going back and forth there. Um, people asking about Dogecoin, crazy shit like that. I'm like, okay. We're Dogecoin? Just, I don't even know what the hell it is. They wanted to know your opinion on Dogecoin. Well, Grumpy oh. doesn't know what Dogecoin is, so... Uh, I just put $500 on the Coyotes to win the cup, says Helen Yeller. There you go. That is going to, I promise you, that's going to that's gonna hit for you. That's what happens when you have disposable income. Oh, uh, listen, Grump and TJ, I love you guys, but I'd love it if just for once, especially you, Grump, didn't bend over backwards to defend other teams' suckage while simultaneously shitting all of it. What suckage am I defending from any other team? I don't know. The Islanders have no future. That's that no immediate future. Some suckage I can deal with. If our team sucked, but I could see there's a possible silver lining, I'd be okay with it. You don't hear us talking about Arizona or Philadelphia. They or don't Columbus. even come up in my mind. They don't cross my they, I, they never think about them unless they give me a reason to think about them. They're such a non and non-starter, non-entity. I don't even give a shit what they do because they have no impact on us at all. Detroit motherfucker detroit is good detroit is good detroit is not a shitty team detroit is a good team vancouver Vancouver. anaheim san jose i think you think it's like i could be excited about vancouver and anaheim i think they're in the right path no they're not they're not they're just they just have young guys and they have no path they don't know what they're doing adam at least lou lamarillo has a path Get the oldest players possible, signing for long-term deals. UConn Cornelius. Rick Roma said, I want to hear about Omar being hurt. He sucked six of the seven games. He sucked. He was hurt. If he's hurt, he's not. I don't expect him to play that well. And no. he, But here's the thing. you never should. Um, Montgomery never should have started Swayman in game seven. If you were going to start Swayman, you start him in game six. So you got a little bit of leeway. Let him get, He hadn't played in like, like, two, like two weeks, two-plus weeks. It's it's it was a non it was a no win situation for Swayman and the Bruins. Rob G said Bull Duke. Yeah, he could be good. Um, he's gonna be good. He's got a lot to prove. Yeah, he's he's probably about two years away from being a real rock back there and a guy who's Hopefully. you know dependable. That's the best case scenario. Two years and he's really dependable. Absolutely. I'm counting on him. I'm counting on him too. I like yeah. what I saw from him. I could see their pieces to build around from him. Absolutely. I want to talk. I want young guys on this team because you know what? I get behind young guys. The old guys, I know what they are. They're not getting better. Young guys have a chance to improve. Old guys don't. Um, always, and this is for me, rooting for the Islanders forever and ever and ever and ever. When they were really, really bad, I still enjoyed uh, you know, looking at their prospects and who could turn out to be something. It's at least exciting. <laughs> Come on, Mike Stanton. Probably talking about Giancarlo Stanton. And he says, why did he change his name, LOL? I think his real name is Giancarlo. It is Giancarlo Stanton. Called the Mike because I, he was like, was, I thought he was like a, he was like a ref, not a refugee, but something like that. He was a, an asylum. He is an escaped out of his uh, Cuba. I don't remember something had happened where he had to be called Mike to keep his identity. I don't know. I don't know. I forget. It's, it's an old story. It's an old one. Why he changed? He changed his name almost like almost a decade ago now, like a long time ago. 
James F says, TJ, can you show the Jeff McNeil shift violation video? Tell us what you think tomorrow, Jeff or James. Remind us tomorrow. We'll put that up on the show. Remind us tomorrow. Grumpy man, we are here at the end of the show today. What do you want to say before we wrap things up here? I want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't from TJ and the grumpy old man. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into the show here today. Um, you know, hey, the dog days of summer are upon us. We're getting ready for them. But thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in or watching the show. Um, we're going to be live this Saturday, not or 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have Daniel Freeman on the show. He'll be joining us later in the evening the show. But uh, we'll have Daniel on the show. But thank you. Maybe in the offseason, TJ, we can have shit on other teams night. Maybe we can do that. I don't know if Islander fans want to watch that except for Pony Boy. I mean, <laughs> I don't think other, you know, I don't think other, I don't think Islander fans want to watch us talk about other teams. Maybe they do. And Most I have no fans get upset when we talk about anything but the Islanders on these. Okay. Shows. Well, like I said, maybe we'll put that out as a poll. Do you want us to shit on whatever team you want us to shit on? Toronto, Rangers, Montreal, whoever. We can do shit on somebody day. Too bad it's not like shit on somebody Saturday. Oh Something like God. that. Oh, there it is. Believe me, we ain't going to have anything else to talk about in the offseason. Frank said, I thought Stanton was Irish. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sean Carlos Stanton's not Irish. Um, uh, David D here. Uh, let one last comment. Grumpy. Well, let me read, I let me read that one. Too many words for TJ. Yeah, Grumpy, this is a comment that David asked you specifically to read. Good evening, guys. Hope all is well. Sorry I get the way I do. Just a diehard Islanders fan. The baloney at times fed to the fan bases in lieu can't deal with no more. You have Sorokin and Barzell. They want to win. Absolutely. Not that all the other core do not want, do not love as well, but need to add, not just keep giving away first and second round picks for third liners two times out of three. Lou, only thing last few seasons is worry about who he has and not looking for other free agents. No answer by Sorokin by the end of the offseason. Firm on 9-9. They have to sign in this offseason. Cannot let him go into the last year of his contract without an extension being signed. That should be number freaking one. Number one on your list. Everybody else is who cares. They're imminently replaceable. That guy's got to be re-signed. Thank you so much, Grumpy, for joining the show here with us this evening. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap things up here today? I already said what I was going to say before. Thanks for listening. Well, thanks, Grumpy. I got I got sidetracked. We bounced around a bit. But thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in to the show. We'll see you guys Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you again, Grumpy, for being a part of the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for the comments. Thank you, Grumpy. My pleasure.